106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hello. This is Reverend Gene Filler here at the Church of Unlimited Credit. I'm coming to you for the final time this evening because, you know, I've been working harder than a one-lip girl at a kissing booth trying to get you to realize we need your money here at the Church of Unlimited Credit. Now, come on now. Reach inside there and find it within your soul to send your money down here to the Church of Unlimited Credit. Now, I've even brought my own son, Biff, here today from our club god in Malibu, California, to explain to you a religious experience that he had while being a member of the Church of Unlimited Credit. Biff, good to have you here. Well, it was a real trip, Dad. I mean, it was one of those true life experiences in that I had dinner with Buddy. Around 8 o'clock, we were having lobster. And around 2 o'clock in the morning, I wake up and it looks like a grapefruit has been sewn into my face. I'm having a reaction. And I panic, and I don't know from doctors in California after three years. And so I think of you, and I go over to the bureau, and I write out a blank check, and uh, poof, the, you know, the face goes away. I don't know from miracles, but that was a miracle to me. Yes, isn't it amazing the power we have here at the Church of Unlimited Credit? So please, don't be afraid to write us that check you've been holding back. Because right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're running on empty. And you know, if we're on empty, we're not just going down belly up alone. There's going to be a few of us on that train down to Mondo Dismal. So God bless you all, and remember what I've just said. No pressure, but join us here at the Church of Unlimited Credit. I There's a reason that women live say. longer, Mark. Let me tell you. It is because we are stronger yes. and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that yes. is factual, and you know it. I would never in a million years teach my girls that they have to grow up to be reliant on a man, as you can well imagine. I would never teach my son well, that's that he should wonderful. be attracted to But Tracy, you're, the same, one, you're the same one who bragged that she's so strong and so tough and doesn't need a man's money, yet you're taking alimony. We are proud to present to you today iPhone 13. This phone has everything. You can make phone calls. There is a camera. And best of all, the phone will only unlock if you show your vaccination card. Are you vaccinated? Yes? Then you can unlock the joys of iPhone 13. No? Then go find yourself a rotary phone and a Polaroid camera, you filthy mutant. You have never experienced a phone this advanced. It has a calculator with both addition and, coming in an update early next year, subtraction. But best of all, it will call the police if it even begins to suspect that you are not vaccinated. Watch this. Hey Siri, what's the capital of Wyoming? Are you vaccinated? But why do you need to know that? I just want to know what the capital of Wyoming is. Sensing vaccine hesitancy, calling the authorities. But wait, Siri. I'm vaccinated. The capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. iPhone 13 truly has everything. Apps, a camera. I did already mention that, but a camera. But there's one more thing. When you hold iPhone 13, it will secretly administer a dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine straight into your hand without your knowledge or consent. Oops, did I just say that out loud? I don't care, because I'm a billionaire, and we're Apple, and resistance is futile. 
What are you going to do? Not buy an iPhone? <laughs> Give me a break. So here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the vaccinated, the rebels, the vaccinated, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, and the vaccinated. To those who think differently, except those who think they don't need to get vaccinated. We are Apple, and you will get vaccinated. And just before we go, let's end the evening with a word from the leader of the free world. I'll personally write a check to anybody who can decipher what Joe Biden is trying to convey here. Yeah, that, you know, well, you know what, what do you want to do with Biden? I want to box him. I should be so lucky. You know what I mean? But it is the, the, the kinds of things or, you know, stuff that is coming out of Florida, stuff that's coming out of, you know, Robert E. Lee in Afghanistan, you the one. No, anyway. Florida, uh, Robert E. Lee. Uh, how is that man dressing himself, let alone leading the most powerful nation All right, good evening. This is Lou Benninger. You're listening to No Hostages Radio. And uh, this is episode 129. And it's on the uh, September 18th, 2021. And um, this will be on a Saturday, come up Saturday morning if you're new to this. I don't know how you got here, whether you came through our website or whether you came through the... uh, your uh, podcast source, but however that happened, we're happy we're happy you made it here. Let me tell you a couple of other ways to connect with us. We do have a website, nohostagesradio.com, and so there's an email that you can reach me with at lou at no, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. There's also some uh, past episodes, all the past episodes are over there, as well as articles and um so every Saturday, we're also doing a live show at KMYC 1410. And if you just say K Marisol Yuba City, KMYC 1410 AM. Uh, obviously, if you're very far away from us in Northern California, you're not going to be able to hear us. But you can go to a website called Live, L-I-V-E 365.com. And just click on radio, and then when it gives you a little box to put in those those letters, KMYC, when you put in those letters and and click on whatever the icon is, it will go over to KMYC, and you'll be listening to live uh, whatever's on there at that time. So that's a way that you can listen to me. Also, uh, this podcast is also posted on uh, Live with Lou Facebook site, which also has articles as well and other interesting things. If you're interested in that, and also at uh, another Facebook site called It's Yuba City and more. So let's see. Uh, you can reach me at 530-713-1838. 530-713-1838. You can text me. You can call me. Uh, I'm on the left coast. So uh, if you if you're really serious about talking live with me. 
uh, I do sleep some, but I will try to take your calls as as live as possible. But leave a message. I know some people nowadays don't have confidence in leaving a message. People, I guess, screen calls and things like that. I don't. I do call everybody back, even if they're unhappy with me. So uh, we're again, we're here every week. Uh, if you're new to this, we're here every week. And um, at the same time, the, usually these shows are posted up on Saturday, uh, early Saturday morning, really early in the morning by Tanner Martis down in Texas. So he kind of puts them together after I do some talking. Uh, this is a, a podcast where, where we're really trying to equip people to activism. And so, yeah, it's going to be, you know, sometimes it may be uh, uh, entertaining. But the main goal here is to help people find out what's going on and inform people, equip people, give them information that they can actually take down and use. And so... Um, no matter where you are in the United States, you're dealing with some similar things right now with COVID, with bad schools, um, terrible things being taught to your kids in school, indoctrination, propaganda, communism, uh, bizarre sexual behavior, bizarre uh, calling, you know, dividing kids one from another instead of encouraging unity, dividing kids, segregating kids. Uh, mentally segregating them or physically segregating them. Horrible things are going on in the public school system. Uh, They they need to be shut down. I don't think it's possible to reform them. But uh, I get off track because I mainly wanted to tell you that if you're new to this, my goal is to give you information where where you can become active. You know, the big thing of being an activist, you've got to move. You've got to make a decision. You've got to do something. So uh, that's my goal. I don't have any confidence in the country surviving and even being uh, a shadow of what the founding fathers hoped for if you're not willing to do anything, if you're just a, if you're a large sucking sound on, on the uh, United States of America. So let me start by talking about education. Uh, there's an education clip by Prager, U-P-R-A-G-E-R, coming up. In the show, it's about a five and a half minute clip, but there's actually a larger clip that's about 15 minutes. That's a dynamite clip. I thought it was a little too long for this show, but you can go and um, you can look at it on PragerU.com. I believe it is PragerU.com, P-R-A-G-E-R, and um, it's called Miseducated. It's fantastic. I mean, it is, there is no... uh, dead spots in this clip it's going to be shocking for you it's not meant meant to shock but it's just the information is just sad uh and it's it's what a lot of parents are learning about in bits and pieces but it just packages us together and said this is how things are in the public education system and you need to get your kids out now all, a lot of key people like uh Mr. Prager and Peggy Hall down in uh, Orange County. Peggy Hall was an educator at UC Irvine for 30 years. She said, you should have already removed your kids. And and there is a lot of help online. So Peggy Hall on her website uh, called thehealthyamerican.org, I believe it is. If it's not org, it's com. The healthyamerican.org, and then, it's, you, then also PragerU, 
Uh.com. So there's lots of online services uh, for you folks, wherever you're listening from across the United States. Find a, a group of homeschoolers. If you're deciding homeschool is what you have to do right now because you can't find a private school, you can't afford a private school, but you need to get your kids out of school. I would pull my kids out even if I had to, even if I had to take three extra jobs. It just your kids are valuable. And I wouldn't inject them with anything. Don't inject them with anything. So uh, at in Northern California, uh, at the Church of Glad Tidings, that's the website's churchofgladtidings.com, there's a group of parents there that are assisting other parents in the community. They do not have to be followers of Jesus. They do not have to attend that church. They're just simply a group of parents, and they call themselves Arrow Education, like bow and arrow, A-R-R-O-W. And it's a facilitating group. It's an educational group. They're going to keep you up to date on California state laws uh, regarding home schooling. They're going to keep, get you uh, access to the curriculum you need the best curriculum that that other parents have used and found really satisfying. And so they're going to be there to take phone calls for you. And so you can reach them through the Church of Glad Tidings, and and you can go on the website at churchofgladtidings.com, roll the cursor over to, don't click on it, but just roll it over on top of the word ministries up at the top left. It should drop down and you'll see Arrow Education. Click on it. It'll tell you about it. It'll give you a phone number. Uh, there's a few ladies, I believe, that are directing that. One of them is Jessica on Saga, uh, but uh, they will help you. And it's I don't believe there's any charge for this. And the meetings are easy. That there's a campus there at uh, on Eager Road in Sutter County or North Yuba City, 1179 Eager. So because kids should be in school, some schools have started. Some some kids who have dropped out of school. Their parents have kept them out of school. Uh, some of them are still scrambling around for schools. So one couple that, that quit teaching in the public education system, John and Vicki Tade, T-A-D-E, they've been Yuba City residents for some time and teaching in Yuba City Unified. They left that school system uh, not wanting to be a part of what the uh, government was teaching any longer. And they are heading up a school uh, that they were looking to locate somewhere in Yuba Sutter counties, but could not find a location. So the Church of Glad Tidings offered some of their buildings, and they're doing a K through 12 um, school there. Uh, let's see what else can I say about it? It's called Epic E P E C Epic, not Epic Epic Embassy Private Educational Center. It's going to be a three-day, a full three days on campus. That's Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, 7.55 a.m. to 3.01 p.m. And then uh, they'll have to explain what else is going on the rest of the week, whether you just do, do curriculum at home or whatever. I'm not sure. I'm not going to extrapolate on that. But, but you can go on the churchofgladtidings.com website and just go over to that ministries word again and just hover over that, and then it'll drop down and just click on Embassy Private Education Center. And then uh, at that page, it will explain all about it. I've already been there. It's pretty good. It tells costs. It tells what they're going to be focusing on, the, the philosophy of the school. Uh, you can put your kid's a name in there and send it over to them to see if they can get them in. The last I heard, they were full. I don't know what full looks like. I don't know how many kids they were taking in. 
but they uh, uh, I would I would put my my child if I had them if I was homeschooling I put the child's name in there anyway so many people are moving out of state and moving around that kids may come and go so I would put my name on the list you can uh, call them at 530-671-3160, extension four, 247. So you could dial that number, get an auto attendant, and just hit 247. It should go to their extension, and then you can ask them questions or see if you can get a call back. That's uh, Embassy Private Educational Center. It starts September 21, which is this coming Tuesday, um, and again, it's a Tuesday, Thursday, three full days a week. Um, and then, uh, again, I don't know what else they have, um, on those other days or whether it's just up to you. I, I have no idea. I I'm not, uh, suggesting, I just don't know, but I think it's a good option. Uh, lots of people are moving into private schools or doing homeschool and thank God for it. And uh, a lot of the private schools are filling up, um, and that's beautiful. So, um, all right. The other thing I wanted to talk about uh, briefly is um, please go look at that on PragerU.com. It's called Miseducated. It's, uh, I looked at it today. It's fantastic. And uh, I, I was really tempted to play it during the show, but I, it's, uh, it's, and you'd enjoyed it. I just thought it takes a whole segment. Uh, by the way, if you're new, this is a, we do six 20-minute segments with some clips in between. So, uh, all right. The other thing I wanted to mention, there's been lots of questions about, about exemptions, medical exemptions, and things like that. So uh, I know there's different pastors around that are writing medical exemptions in the Yuba Center area. Chris Madsen at Praise Chapel is, uh, you could look that up, Chris Madsen very kind to write. I talked to Chris the other night. He's very kind to write exemptions for people uh, or help you write your own exemption. Some people are just writing them from scratch. And then there's some boilerplate things you can download or you could get from Glad Tidings. Uh, you could call Courtney Ortega at Glad Tidings at 671-3160-530 area code. She will uh, send you over a boilerplate. And we're we're recommending not just filling in that boilerplate schematic, but write, take and look, look at that and write it in your own words. But uh, if you need a pastor to validate something, they'll, uh, Dave Bryan at Glad Tidings or Chris Madsen at Praise Chapel are, are more than willing to help. So the other thing that people are calling about is um, like they're, they're, we're getting calls from medical people. We're getting calls from teachers. We're getting calls from military people, uh, all kinds of folks that that are basically being told, get the, get the shot or quit. And uh, they can't really do that. And uh, again, you think, well, okay, yeah, here's the deal. We've become so lazy as Americans that when I say they can't really do that, you'll say, well, how come they are? Because it's kind of like the same way that somebody will steal my car and you'll say, you're not supposed to do that, but they steal the car. You need to take precautions, right? And you need to stand up for your own rights. And if you're not willing to stand up for your rights in this country, you don't have any rights. It doesn't matter whether you have a Declaration of Independence, a Bill of Rights, a Constitution. You have no rights unless you're going to stand up for your rights. And if you're going to let a bully, a bully on the playground or a bully government run over you, you're going to get run over. That's just the way that is. And so you need to learn to stand up. 
And if you if you aren't used to standing up, then you need to practice and you need to start and, and we can give you some ideas on that. So um, so anyway, people are scrambling around trying to figure out what they're doing with their jobs and all that kind of stuff. And the other thing they're doing is trying to figure out medication should they get ill or if somebody in their family gets ill. So unfortunately, not everybody has a good immune system because they haven't taken care of themselves. They're fat. They're obese. Uh, or they're smoking cigarettes, or they're doing, you know, they're doing drugs, or they're drinking alcohol, you know, things that compromise your immune system, and so they they get sicker than the average person. If you take care of yourself, you're not going to get as sick. And what Simone Gold says, who's both a doctor and an attorney, a Stanford trained, she says if you're COVID in itself is not a a challenging illness. If you considered going through life and getting an occasional cold, that's what this is. The reason it gets up into somebody's business is because they're highly susceptible to anything. They got a bad immune system. Uh, they've damaged their lungs. Uh, you know, they're just issues. They got they got issues going into it. So uh, if you need medication and your do- local doctor will not prescribe for you because of the of the communism in this country in the medical sphere where they said you've got to just get really bad then we're going to put you on rendesivir and kill you and put you on a vent over at right out hospital and pay them 36 or thirty nine thousand dollars, and we'll give you a burial barrel burial and call call it a covid death these people are liars that's a fraud and uh the 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 drug rendesivir it is a bad drug. It is not the right drug for COVID and it's being specified by the federal government as bad juju. So if you go to, I'm going to give you some sites right now, myfreedoctors.com. That's plural, myfreedoctors.com. And they will help you. They'll do an online. Um, I'm going to give you a couple options here. Uh, They'll give you an online consultation and prescribe you medication and get you the right medication like ivermectin and get you hydroxychloroquine. But, you know, Simone Gold said, if you're a healthy individual, if you'll just take your vitamins, right, and and you should be taking lots of D3, zinc, and I don't care whether you say I'm prescribing or not. Don't make any difference to me. I'm not saying, well, I'm not really prescribing. I'm, t- I'm telling you what to do. So D3, uh all the medical people just come on, do whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, uh, you need to beef up your system, zinc, D3, A, C, right? All those things. Quercetin is another one. All these things you can buy, buy at the f- local pharmacy. You don't have to get a prescription. But if you want ivermectin, you can even get that at the feed stores, and you can look at, up the protocol and how much to take. Uh, it's it's dro- It's stopping... COVID in, in the, uh, I just read uh, before the show, in uh, Uttar, U-T-T-A-R, Pradesh, India, they have like 260 million people in that one state. They have literally taken COVID, which was spreading quite a bit over there, and stopped it with ivermectin. And uh, and even some people are taking a Z-Pak, you know, erythromycin, azithromycin, and uh, and and helping if they got a little infection going on. So anyway, myfreedoctors.com and americasfrontlinedoctors.com is another one. America's Frontline Doctors or AFLDS. 
In other words, AFLDS.com. That's, that's the second one. And then Dr. Stella, D-R-S-T-E-L-L-M-D.com. She's got a great website, and they're all helping people. Dr. Stella is down in Houston, Texas. And uh, so those are three sites if you're needing medical help and you cannot find it locally. So uh, so that's that. So I know a lot of you are – I've got uh, more questions about those two topics than I have in a long time, and schools. So uh, medicine, schools, and I don't know what the other one was. I forgot now. So I wanted to mention also that one of the biggest positive things that have happened in the last few years has been the overthrow of a corrupt uh, political uh, group uh, run by Senator Jim Nielsen, who's supposedly a Republican from up in our area. And at one time, he... His group took over the uh, Republican Central Committee of Yuba County, and James Gallagher, Assemblyman, and, and uh, he took over the Republic, the uh, Republican Central Committee of Sutter County, and, and both of them are—one uh, of them was just totally defunct in Yuba County. Sutter County was on life support, and uh, basically, just like the rest of the Republican groups or conservative groups in California, they, they, uh, they were a shadow of what they should be. You know, it was it's it's like looking at a a bodybuilder and he gets cancer and he's just skin and bones at 110 pounds. So I'm going to tell you about some things going on with the Yuba County Republican Central Committee right when I come back because I'm going to take a little swig of tea and I got to do a couple things. I've had a little technical problem here. Okay, I'll be right back. Listen to these and just be a minute or two. Recently in a Twitter exchange, Socialist Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez says that Republicans like me are dismantling America's safety nets. No, honey. The only one who's threatening to dismantle America's safety net is you with your $93 trillion Green New Deal. There are people who actually need this, and because of the inflation you're going to cause, they won't be able to have that. Our country is not great because of our welfare system. It's not great because of stimulus checks or government handouts. It is our freedom that makes America the greatest country in the world. I get that. And I'll continue to fight every day to preserve that freedom. Sadly, AOC and the left want to strip that freedom and replace it with big, overreaching, tyrannical government. Listen, Sandy Castro or Cortez supports a government welfare state with cradle to grave handouts. I think that sounds like hell and government crumbs will never be enough to satisfy the human desire for true liberty. Do you know who agrees with me? The people of Cuba who are risking their lives right now to stand up to the communist dictatorship and say we refuse to be under government oppression. We choose freedom. From Cuba to Hong Kong, they are waving the American flag because that flag represents liberty and justice for all, all across the world. I want to make sure it stays that way. 
But AOC, she would like to see us flying the hammer and sickle. I'll always choose freedom over a government-controlled welfare system. And I stand by my statement that I made on the stage at CPAC. Free thinkers, liberty-loving Americans don't want handouts. We want to be innovative. We are rugged individuals and we can do better taking care of ourselves than government ever could. We don't want a welfare state. We don't want the federal government knocking on our doors, pushing the Fauci ouchie. We want them to leave us the hell alone. I'm Tamika Hamilton and I love California and I love our agriculture community and driving these country roads that pave the way to opportunity. I'm a proud mother and veteran who comes from a family of patriots who have dedicated their lives to public service. I'm running for Congress to make sure our communities still have access to the American dream. While politicians continue to play games with our water supply, our farmers continue to face growing challenges here in our district. Our representatives should put the needs of our residents first families, small business owners, and every resident should have the basic assurance that they're being heard, fairly represented, and treated with dignity. I'm Tamika Hamilton, and I want to continue my service to this nation as your representative in Congress. Paid for by Tamika Hamilton for Congress. I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. Hey guys, this is literally gonna be like a two minute video, not even two minutes. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing um, because of the stupidity. I'm absolutely, Okay, so so you know all hell's breaking loose. You know they're they're Biden's making all these mandates. You got to do this. You got to do that. And and <laughs> and so he's telling everybody they have to do all this. Like freak crazy dictator. I mean he's going full blown fascist dictator here. And and just just breaking now is, but the United States Postal Service doesn't have to abide by any of this. Okay, because they want. <laughs> Because they want these postal service, the union, to stay with them, right? Because they're a huge backing uh, of the Democrat Party. <laughs> okay, so they're saying the United States Postal Service doesn't have to abide. You have to. But if you work for the United States Postal Service, you don't have to. Which, which voids all of this, guys. It voids it all. Because legally speaking, you cannot, you cannot say you guys have to do this, but they don't because they work at a place they just happen to work at a place that that uh you don't work at so it, that's discrimination straight up it's discrimination they're discriminating you're gonna see discrimination lawsuits if the united states postal service does not have to abide by any of these mandates then you don't either done deal it's discrimination it's discrimination on top of that the united states postal service workers are touching our mail okay they're unvaccinated they don't have to get vaccinated but they're allowed to touch our mail they're allowed to touch our mail. They're touching our mail. They're touching our mailboxes. 
They're telling, well, I mean, the, the absurdity right now, it just shows, it just shows, oh my gosh, it's, it shows how stupid the people making these rules mandates are. They're like idiots. They're complete morons. And they think you won't see it. They think you won't see it. All right, I wanted to um, mention that the Republican Central Committee in Yuba County, uh, a group of people were interested in, and well, let me just back up and say this. If you don't feel like you can change the federal government, and you don't feel like you can change the state government, here's what you can change. You can change your block. You can change you. You could change what you do to have an impact on our community. And there's a whole list of things. Go to meetings. Go to supervisors' meetings. Go to city council meetings. You don't have to go to everything. Pick and choose. Uh, pick one. Uh, maybe maybe you're a parent and you just start uh, – you attend all the school board meetings, Right. You start getting active, right? You start educating yourself. If you're if you're ignorant, you're of no help to anybody, right? If you don't know which way to the beach, you're not going to be help help a lost person that asks you the question, which way to the beach, if you don't know yourself. So uh, we had some people that said, hey, after the last election was stolen, uh, we had some people that say, you know, we need to make a change. We need to we need to get something going on the Republican Central Committee, and it was being run by Senator Nielsen's hack, a guy named Stephen Heater, and uh, guy Heater worked for Nielsen, and uh, so it was being run as the Heater Central Committee. There was a, a two brothers and a father, and so they went in there and said, "We'd like to join," and so uh, that shook them down so bad they almost had a heart attack and they all quit. So we have a brand new, uh, it's like taking an old car that isn't running so well and jacking it up, putting a new set of wheels under it and tuning it up. And so it's hip hop happening and they're meeting once a month and I'm going to tell you about it and I want you to go to it. Uh, this is, Maybe you've never done anything and your butt is really getting wide because you've sat on it so long. So why don't you get your hips trimmed down and stand up and get some exercise and what intellectual exercise I'm talking about and go to the Yuba County Republican Central Committee meeting. So that would be anywhere in Yuba County, okay? Uh, so uh, even if you're independent, I'd, I'd go to it. If you're interested, I'd, I'd go to it. So here's, here's the scoop. Normally they meet on the second Tuesday of each month, but because of the election that we just hap- had this week, they postponed it. So they're going to meet on, on the, the 21st. That's a couple days from the time you're listening to this on the 21st of September, their meeting and the uh, meeting actually starts at seven, but they have a little social hour at six 30. So I don't know where they, they, I don't know where they put together some really light refreshments. I'm not guaranteeing you anything, but it's social hour. People usually just get together and shake hands and like refresh their relationship. So, and the, that's being conducted at uh, the Hallwood Nazarene Church, or they, I think they call it the Hallwood Community Church now. And that's at 2825 Highway 20 Marysville, 
Now, it's not inside the city limits of Marysville. It's outside the city limits, but that's the, that's the uh, postal code. So just 2825 Highway 20. It's uh, outside of Marysville like you're going to Grass Valley. But it's just a few miles out, and it's in the, the little rural area called Hallwoods, right on the main drag across from Cordova School. So Hallwood Community Church, 2825 Highway 20, 630 for the social gathering, then there's 7 o'clock kickoff. So um, I want you to go get involved. Now, each supervisorial district of Yuba County, there's five districts, and so there's, they want to develop five members from each district that's 25 people in all on the committee those are voting members but as many people you could have 150 people in the meeting or associated with it but if you want to be a voting member like they would vote say and say oh we're going to vote for joe doke the ragman to we're going to endorse him to run for city council or to be on the planning commission or whatever so those are the voters but but you don't have to be on that you could just be a participant and uh but I want you to get involved. So there's also officers. There's like a president, vice president, that type of thing, treasurer, secretary. So all that, right? So uh, why don't you go to it and check it out and at least get involved and start supporting it. We need to change who's on our boards and on our councils and on our commissions and everything from the school board, the different levy commissions, planning commissions, just all kinds of things we need on the there was a, I was called recently on the for a, an appointment on the Yuba County Board of Education, and they had an opening there, and the guy didn't even have to run for office. All he had to do was go over, be interviewed by the board, and they were going to appoint him until the next time he had to run. So, uh, so I I didn't I didn't hear what happened, but my assumption was they were going to appoint the fellow. So that's a great way on some of these smaller operations uh, you can serve and you can have an influence. You if you want this community to look more like you you better go and do some influencing because it's not looking a lot like you my my hunch is if you're listening to this show so here's a couple things on this yuba county republican central committee i'm going to give you a gmail and i'm going to give you uh, a website so I, i i haven't looked at the website but i heard it's good and it's helpful so it's the website is yuba county rcc.com yuba county rcc that's the letter rcc.com and then the uh the email if you want to email them is yc like yuba county yc gopcc yc gopcc at gmail.com so if you want to email them do that so you don't have to bring anything i i would bring a pen and some note paper and to bring you a bottle of water or whatever, and just go out there and enjoy yourself. Probably a short meeting, hour, hour and a half, and you're, you'll be down, and you guys, you'll be working together, doing a lot of great things. They came in, and I think there was a, several hundred dollars in the bank when they took over, and uh, they, I think they have eight or ten thousand dollars. They did a fundraiser, and already they're off and going, and they're having influence. So, uh, go out and get involved this Tuesday night. That's uh, September twenty-one. Please do something. Okay. I want to remind you, you think, oh, I, we're, we live uh, land of the free, home of the brave. I want to remind you that there were more freedoms for the founding fathers under Great Britain than there are right now. Let me say that again to you. There were more freedoms for the founding fathers under Great Britain prior to 1776, before, before they declared war. 
than we have right now. They're, they hardly had any taxes compared to what we have right now. And they threw a fit about the taxes from Britain. I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. I'm just, some of these things I pick up from things other people have said. And uh, just to remind you how far off track we are, you know, how far off track we are. Sometimes you can be lost and you have, you don't know how lost you really are. I'm, I'm going to help you realize how lost you really are. So 125 years ago, you didn't have to ask permission from the government to collect rainwater did you know in some areas of the United States, you can't put a 55-gallon drum out and catch the water coming off your roof through the gutter system? You cannot. Because that water does not belong to you. It belongs to the government, and you can't stop it from going into the ground or being wasted. Isn't that stupid? So 125 years ago, you did not have to ask permission from the government to collect rainwater. You didn't have to ask permission to go fishing. You didn't have to ask permission to own a piece of property or start a business or renovate your home or build a home. Use a trans, trans use transportation vehicle. Get married, go hunting, own a weapon. By the way, if you think you have a second amendment right and you're down there asking permission to own a weapon, you do not have a second amendment right. They took that from you. The only way you're going to get that right back is to not get the permit and just have a weapon, right? That's your Second Amendment right. If you don't, if you don't stand up for your rights, then you don't have any rights. You just as well live in communist China, communist Vietnam, where they tell you, don't come out of your house or we'll be arresting you. Just stay right in there. If you starve to death, drop dead. We, if you start to smell, we'll come and get you. But don't come out of your house. That's just the way that is. You think, oh, you don't really know that. Yes, I do. You don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. The problem with it, a lot of people listen to the show, they don't know what they're talking about. And then they say, well, because they don't know what they're talking about, then they say, that can't be. <laughs> it can be. Uh, you can't cut hair unless you get permission of the government, unless you're a guy like Randy Mitchell, who's leading a revolution from Uppercut's Barbershop to say, we don't have to ask permission of the government to go earn a living and support our babies and our wives and our husbands, right? But a lot of us have been, have been conditioned to go get a permit for this, ask permission of that. You know, we had the planning commission in Marysville one time. I live in Marysville. Tell us that we had to come before the planning commission and submit the color we wanted to paint our house if we wanted to repaint our house. I did not do that, just to let you know. In fact, I don't even believe in getting building permits. Now, getting married, hunting, owning a weapon, cutting hair, selling a product, protesting. Did you hear that? We have a First Amendment right to assemble and protest. We do not have to ask permission and get a permit. So the slick thing is the way the government takes away our rights is they say, well, if you want to if you want to go in that park, which, by the way, you paid for with your taxes, then you have to get a permit to use that park. It's just a bunch of baloney. What I would do is just flip them the bird and just go right over there and use the park and let them come and arrest you and fill up the jail. We have a right to protest without permit. We don't need a permit to protest. I'm talking about peaceful noncompliance. When I say noncompliance, I'm talking about we do not comply with laws in our country. If a law is repugnant 
or against the Constitution. It does not line up with the Constitution. You you are not obliged to follow it. Just ignore it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what the Founding Fathers instructed us. If the law is in violation of the Constitution, just simply ignore it. Did you know that in, in some places you have to get a permit to grow food on your own property? Like in the city of Marysville, there's some chickens now in lots of them in Yuba City. And once in a while I see some in Marysville, but there, there's rules on whether you can have a chicken or not. I, I had a deal one year on the live radio where I, I encouraged everybody, let's have a lemonade stand all over the community. And, and I said, register them with us and we'll raise money for you. And all these kids made lots of money, had fun. They'd never done a lemonade stand before. And God bless you and Sutter counties. Nobody went out and cited them. But in other communities, kids have been fined for having a lemonade stand. That is totally ridiculous. To, to cook and sell your own food is ridiculous to have to have a permit. We should be able to cook right in our own houses. And, and if people want to risk trying my sandwich, a tuna sandwich, then they, they could give me $100 for a tuna sandwich. Uh, right? You, you do everything at your own risk anyway. Now it's like, oh, the government's got to go in and watch how you cook it. Forget all that junk. I, I've eaten all over the world, third world countries, eaten out in the, right next to the gutter. Uh and I just watch for people, if they look like they're eating and having a good time and no one's laying over to the side dead, I said, eh, looks like good food to me. So uh, anyway, all these things, there's just hundreds and hundreds of things you have to, oh, well, you can't do that. I, I tell people, do not ask the government whether you can do this or not. They'll come up with a reason why they need to think about it, and they'll get back to you in a month. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. I had a whole bunch of things I was going to talk about, but I got something on my mind, so it's come. So I think it, God's given it to me. So I'm involved. I'll, I'll tell you how ridiculous this is. If you went in to get a, uh, you know how you have to go get a building permit. If you went in to get a building permit and they told you it's going to take five years to get the permit, do you think they violate your rights to work on your own house? Yeah, I think they would, right? So. How long does it take to do a permit? How long? What's reasonable? So at some point, the length of time you have to wait to actually do some construction actually nullifies your ability to do it because you can't wait forever, right? So the government can actually, and they do this on purpose. If they don't want to do something that you want to do, they just committee it. They, they keep putting it off. They procrastinate. They, they won't put it on the agenda. And they, they committee it to death. That's the way they do that in our country. So the Church of Glad Tidings, which I've been a part of from the beginning, 20 years ago, we, we ended up with some property we bought over a period of time. And we, we, uh, the architects said, hey, the best way to do this is master plan the entire acreage 30 some acres and uh and you, you know show all the buildings and all the driveways and all the the subgrade all the the drainage all the septic and uh then have them have the government look at it and say okay that looks like you can handle all those people because there's a limit to amount of people you can put on it if you have to handle excuse me all this all the septic and all the the runoff everything right if you're in the country so we did that, and the Sutter counties accepted it. 
So we've built a number of buildings, but a lot of them we haven't built for various reasons. So we had a chance to to have uh, General Flynn speak at he contacted us and he he said we'd rather we're coming to California we'd like to speak at your church and uh, and simulcast it out and everything so we said oh yeah we'd love to have you and so uh, but we we couldn't we needed more parking we needed about three acres more parking we couldn't handle that many people we could put them in the building but we because we had more than one building we could use. So we, because we have contractors in the church, we knew that it would take six months to get a permit. Now, six months to get a permit is ridiculous. That's absurd. That's like taking five weeks to put in a toilet. It's, that's just absurd. If you, if you hired a contractor, you said, well, I think it'll take about five weeks to get a toilet installed. So uh, we went ahead and we pulled out the trees. We had an orchard. We pulled out the trees and we built it according to the plans that were submitted 20 years ago. We built it exactly according to the plans. We had a parking lot scheduled and we pulled the trees out and we did the grade and we put gravel down and we put drainage. And we we didn't go in for a permit because uh, it wasn't that we were going to cheat. We were going to go buy a permit, but and then pay for it, etc. But the fact was, we couldn't wait for six months for the permit and get all the, the inspections and stuff, so we just built it. And Sutter County threw a fit. Now, you can drive all over Sutter County and see infractions everywhere. Crazy stuff. Every kind of infraction you can imagine. So what they did is they came out and threatened us, said, we're going to arrest you. The supervisor came out, Nick McKelly, threatened us, told us, you know, F, F this, F that, really professional guy, drunk. One day he came out drunk and uh, went after us and so threw a big fit. And uh, and so at the end of the whole thing, he, he said, well, I want you to just go over and get a building permit. And we said, well, because we, we were still working on it. And we said, well, he said, you can get a permit in a week. We said, well, no use arguing with a drunk guy. So we we phoned over architect phoned over and he, they said it'll take you six months to get a permit so we said okay so we went ahead and finished the project and so what Sutter County did then because they got their feelings hurt it isn't that they did they had all the plans cost us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to do all these plans noise studies dust studies uh, traffic studies bug studies percolation studies we had all that done everything approved all sitting over in the Sutter County offices. This is this is communism, people. You think, oh, no, we don't live in a communist country. You do live in a communist country. You just were told you lived in a free and brave country. No, you don't any longer. When they tell you that they're going to take six months to approve a gravel parking lot, that is not that is not America. And then when we went ahead and built it, according to how the plans that they already had, they fined us $1,750 on top of the fees we're going to have to pay for the building permit. We still haven't got a building permit because it's going to take six months. But we're using the parking lot. The reason I bring that up is what I'm talking about right here. There's hundreds of things that the government now manages about your life. All kinds of stuff. And that is an encroachment on your freedom, freedom 
F-R-E-E-D-O-M. It's an encroachment. It's a ripping off of your freedom. My friend went to Idaho. He he left the Yuba County, moved to Idaho. He listens to the show. And he said, Lou, I went into the building department over here in Idaho. And he lives in a small town in Idaho. And he went into the building department with a little set of plans. He wanted to build himself a garage or an outbuilding or something, right? And he went over there to show him. And the guy says, well, this looks fine. He says, why'd you bring it to me? And he says, oh, well, he said, I figured I needed to come and get it approved and get a permit. He says, it's your property. Do what you want, basically. Now, there are some states that still believe in freedom. California is not one of those. And in fact, I was just telling a super a city councilman that in Houston, Texas, one of the biggest, biggest cities in the United States, they do not have zoning codes there. That's a whole nother talk. And he, he just, he's a real estate guy and he got big eyed and looked at me and I says, look it up on YouTube. You can watch a whole uh, documentary on it. You think, oh, I got to have all these zoning codes. We can't live without zoning codes. We're going to take a break. I'll be right back. She never mentions the word addiction in certain companies. Yes, to tell you she Memorial Day is a great holiday for bringing Americans together unless you decide to promote segregation while you do it. A Black Lives Matter group in New York City threw a Memorial Day party and barred anyone who was not black from attending. This is what they said. Being intentional about being around black people is an act of resistance. This is an exclusively black space. So if you do not identify as black and want to come because you love black people, please respect the space and do not come. Lisa Durden is a political commentator and Black Lives Matter supporter. She joins us tonight. Lisa, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Good to see you again. You're doing well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was confused by this because I thought the whole point of Black Lives Matter, one of the points would be to speak out against singling people out on the basis of their race and punishing them for that. Because you can't control what your race is. And yet they seem to be doing that. Explain that to me. What I say to that is boo, who, who. You white people are angry because you couldn't use your white privilege card to get invited to the Black Lives Matters All Black Memorial Day celebration. Wow. Let me contextualize this for you. The terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001 continue to cast a long shadow over American life. 20 years later, at home and abroad, the world is more chaotic and less free because the U.S. government exploited our fears to erode our liberties and launched two disastrous foreign wars. This is an attack on all that America is. Every nation must take seriously the growing threat of terror on a catastrophic scale. Can we ever feel safe again? Even just like the feeling of security, I think is so important. War has been declared. The, uh, Bill, the you gotta unleash the dogs of war. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. Today's defining crisis, the COVID-19 pandemic, has created another opportunity to restrict freedom in the name of protecting us from a fearsome enemy, in this case, a viral infection. The breaking news, stay at home, that is the order tonight. These are people who are frightened. (laughs) Stay home and stay away from others. A certain amount of arm twisting by governments is perfectly justified. If everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. So what will the world look like 20 years from now? 9-11 led to illegal detentions, torture, routine warrantless spying on everyday Americans, 
two wars, and an explosion of government spending. COVID-19 has brought unconstitutional restrictions on travel between states and cities, vaccine and mask mandates, lockdown orders that close businesses, schools, and churches, restrictions on dining in restaurants and exercising in gyms, and an explosion of government spending. Early in the pandemic, President Trump invoked the Defense Production Act to compel businesses to produce ventilators and other supplies for combating the virus when the federal government didn't like the terms offered. After 9-11, Congress created the Department of Homeland Security and nationalized airport security by creating the TSA. The federal government also conscripted communications companies into monitoring customers, even going so far as to install national security agency equipment in AT&T facilities. Politicians seem to understand instinctively that a crisis is an opening to push freedom-eroding policies previously too hard to get the public to accept, such as the disastrous war in Iraq, which had nothing to do with the attacks. But regime change in Iraq had been on the wish list of senior Bush administration officials long before 9-11, and the terrorist attack created an opening. We could get him out of there? I'd like to, of course, and I presume this administration would as well. For then-Senator Biden, the 9-11 attacks provided an opening for railroading through Congress a bill that he had drafted following the Oklahoma City bombing, but that he couldn't get passed. It became the Patriot Act. Almost the same thing that got passed, the Patriot Act, was introduced by me in 1994, and it was the right wing that defeated it. 20 years later, even while correctly predicting that the Supreme Court would overturn the order, President Biden extended an emergency federal eviction moratorium that was always based on faulty science, violating the property rights of millions of landlords. September 11th reminds us that drastic policies and accumulated authority have a nasty way of lingering long after the emergencies for which they were invoked have come to an end. It created an opportunity for new government spending on initiatives that had little to do with keeping Americans safe. Congress diverted billions of dollars to often wasteful homeland security spending, including counterterrorism funding for small towns hundreds of miles from major American cities. Why would Al-Qaeda come to Tiptonville? If I were Al-Qaeda and I wanted to get in Memphis, I'd come to Tiptonville. No one would ever expect me here. As 60 Minutes reported in 2005, the money was spent on transporting lawnmowers to lawnmower races, segways, air-conditioned garbage trucks, bulletproof dog vests, and decontamination units nobody knew how to operate. The people who view these as not necessary, I, th I think, are wrong. Today's proverbial crisis that's too good to waste has led to trillions in past or proposed spending for so-called recovery and infrastructure. Somehow, that's been defined to include internet access, child tax credits, electric vehicle charging stations, corporate subsidies, and Buy American mandates. Everything, it turns out, is a necessary expense for fighting COVID-19 when politicians see opportunity. 20 years from now, we may well still be living with crippling debt, emergency government programs that somehow were never phased out, and pandemic-fueled restrictions on our daily lives. Or we'll look back at the pandemic as a turning point in which Americans rediscovered their ability to move past a crisis and reclaim control over their own lives if we can break the pattern set after 9-11. The 20-year anniversary of September 11, 2001, is a day for mourning the loss of the nearly 3,000 people who perished tragically on that horrific day, and to dwell on how political leaders used fear to steal our liberties. Because history is already repeating itself in ways that we and our kids will live to regret. We told you back in April about the anti-gun extremist the Biden administration nominated to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. His name, David Chipman. Tucker recently ran down the list of some of his unhinged beliefs. We do know that what he said publicly tells us all we need to know about how he got this job. 
In October 2018, for example, David Chipman told The Hill that AR-15 should be treated, quote, just like machine guns. Well, machine guns are banned in this country. He believes AR-15s, the single most popular rifle in America, should be banned. Chipman made that remark in his capacity as a policy advisor for an anti-gun group, one of the many funded by Michael Bloomberg. In 2012, he suggested on MSNBC that the Secret Service shouldn't carry firearms. And last year, David Chipman openly mocked the millions of Americans who were buying firearms to protect their families from the crime wave that David Chipman's party has unleashed on the country. That guy, David Chipman's beliefs were so extreme that even some Democrats refused to support his confirmation. That's why today the White House withdrew his nomination. But that doesn't mean the Biden administration is going to stop trying to undermine the Second Amendment. We'll be watching very closely to see who Joe Biden nominates in David Chips. All right, here we go. Okay. I want to shift gears here and I want to talk about... Uh, the fraud of COVID. We're going to talk about COVID for a while tonight. And uh, I want to talk about these uh, companies uh, insisting on, on vaccines that are going to kill you. Now, I'm going to, again, I don't have time to go into all the gory details. This isn't a daily podcast. It's a weekly podcast. That the, it is not a vaccine. It's an, it's an RNA gene modifier, immune system modifier. It's going to kill you. It's going to make you really sick and kill you. Some people are dying right away. They're not attributing that to COVID because they don't want to attribute anything to the COVID vaccine or the COVID shot. And so they're, they're fraud. These people, the health officers, the medical community has turned out by the most part to be liars and frauds. I'm talking about doctors. I'm talking about the whole thing. And so they're hiding behind the cloak to preserve their reputation, to preserve their money, and they're going along with something that's going to kill people, that's killing people. Now, in 1976, they shut down an entire vaccine operation with just 25 deaths in 1976, called the swine flu. You can look it up on, it's either BitChute or Rumble, just look up on 60 Minutes, Mike Wallace, swine flu. Look, it's about a 30 minute deal. Blow your mind. It will blow your mind compared to what's going on right now. Literally, we've had hundreds of thousands of deaths and people with brain damage, heart damage, young people with heart damage that would have never got COVID. They are trying to depopulate the earth with this. You, you get all wide eyed and suspicious. You you know, you just got a flat spot on the brain. Now, listen, our medical, our medical facilities in our community of Yuba Sutter, I can't, you guys up in Oregon, Washington, Utah, Nevada, Florida, uh, Missouri, I can't, I don't know what's going on down there. I do know what's going on here. And our health facilities, Adventist Rideout, Peachtree Health, Ampla Health, all these big facilities that are getting big government money, are killing people. I'm telling you people, they're killing people. I tried to, I tried to rent. This is how censoring this whole thing is. I try, I do billboards. I've done billboards for years as a business. I don't do too many now, but I know how to do it. So I went to rent some billboards from out front media 
who has the billboard plant here in this valley. And uh, they, I said, I want to put on uh, a deal anti-vax against the vax mandate. And they said, we won't, we won't take the business. We don't want your business. Then I drive down the street and Ampla Health is encouraging people to come and get the shot. Come and get the, come and get the shot. Now, I want to talk about Adventist Health because they, they claim that they're a Christian organization. I can't speak. I don't know what Ampla or Peachtree, all those people do. But Adventist Health, Adventist means Seventh-day Adventist. That's the church. It's a denomination. And they, they have some unique twists about their denomination. They meet specifically on Saturday. They think that's the Lord's Day. And they have a big focus in their church uh, operation on eating healthy. And I don't have time to go into details. You can look it up and you can study it yourself if you wish. But the whole hospital system, this big, massive uh, American health system called Adventist Health, which has got a really good reputation. In fact, I had an operation over there a couple of years ago in St. Helena, and it was wonderful. Had a wonderful experience. There were Christian nurses that took care of me. Chaplain came in, talked to me. Uh, they were wonderful, and uh, indeed, there were some Christian attributes about it, and locally here, when they came and merged with right out or took over right out, whatever you want to call it, they they definitely had some Christian attributes. They, had, they incorporated more and more chaplains, volunteers. It was much more spiritual, right? Acknowledging that many people uh, are spiritual, right? And uh, so they wanted to address those issues, regardless of what religious philosophy they have. Okay, so that said, Adventist Health has participated in the killing of people and mis uh, malpractice. They have been participating in malpractice because they have followed the rules that have killed people and caused people to be deathly ill of the federal and state government and Dr. Lou locally. Now, Dr. Lou is the female Joseph Mengele. Now, you can look up Joseph Mengele and study him. It should just scare the hell out of you. M-E-N-G-E-L-E, Joseph Mengele. He wasn't the only doctor that uh, experimented and killed uh, children and adults. That's what Dr. Lou was doing. Now, when you, put, when you tell people that, that have comorbidities, have other issues, to go home and get really sick, and when you get really sick, in other words, don't take any other medications. You just go home, get sick, and then you will put you in the ICU and we'll put you on remdesivir and, uh, and then a vent. And that's what we're going to do for you. That is killing people all over the United States. And that's why deaths, that's why we had so many deaths. If they were to give people hydroxychloroquine, and some a number of there's three or four or five different uh, regimens that people could have taken and never anybody go to the hospital. It this whole thing was set up from the beginning to kill people. I don't care whether you believe that or not. Uh, in the in the long run, you're probably going to take the jab and die. I'm I'm not going to take the jab, and I'm going to be fine. And uh, so the reason I'm bringing this up is that Peachtree Health, Ampla Health. Adventist Health all participated in this scam to uh, to be paid off, and they were all getting money from the federal government, federal and state government. 
So I want to read you something. This is off the website of Adventist Health and how hypocritical they are. It says Adventist Health and Rideout is here to care for you and your family. Now, I want to tell you that during COVID, I don't know what it's like today. If you had your loved one in there, your family could not go in there if they were very, very, they, they could, you couldn't go even if they were on their last legs and say goodbye. You could not go in. Oh, it, it, it was totally a ridiculous rule. It was all a scam to scare the hell out of people. It says Adventist and Right Out Health is here to care for you and your family. That's a lie. We operate a medical center, et cetera, cancer center, numerous medical offices, da, da, da. It is the Adventist health mission to live, to live God's love. I want you to think about this. God's love. Do you think God is a liar? You think he wants his people to be a liar? The Ten Commandments, one of them is don't be telling things that aren't true. Now, the whole COVID thing was a lie. To live God's love by inspiring health, wholeness, and hope. There's no hope when you give. They were telling people that one of the symptoms of COVID is your kidney failure. Remdesivir killed the kidneys, not COVID. Caused people's lungs and heart to back up, fill up with fluid. The drug did that. And the ventilator did that, not COVID. People need medical care. Anyway, that's that. Then it says uh, on down here, another part of their website, Adventist Health's mission statement of living God's love by inspiring health, wholeness, and hope is coupled with a vision to transform the health experience of our communities through collaborative programs. Da, 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 da. We are inspired by the healing ministry and represented by the life of Jesus Christ and believe we are called to live out our mission intentionally in the communities we serve. In the small towns, da, 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 da. We serve, we continue our journey to provide quality health care, et cetera, et cetera. For every person made in God's image has experienced the best health today, hope and tomorrow and God's love that endures forever. Really great sounding, wonderful, 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 except they're corrupt. Now, I heard that the leader Adventist is leaving. Now, I think the leaders of hospitals are going to be, if I get my way, they're going to go to court. And they're going to be held accountable for killing people. And people in, in these health centers like Peachtree that are making a lot of money on jabbing people. By the way, the pharmaceutical groups are getting $25 a jab. Do you think they care about you? Absolutely not. They care about making billions of dollars. You know, some of the CEOs are like Pfizer or Moderna. You know, Moderna has been around for 10 or 15 years, never once produced a drug and got it on the market. Not once. This is the first time they've ever produced something. Did you know that the guy that created the mRNA concept said, do not take the shot? The guy that came up with the idea, the whole, the whole uh, research and the... Uh, invention of it but never intended it to be used what they're using it for i think you're going to see a lot of administrators of hospitals bailing because they want to get as far away from the fallout as possible and they know deep down if these guys at adventists really are christian in fact on down here i don't have time to spend the whole night on it they spend lots of money in the community health improvement discounted care, education, research, uh, helping the poor, helping the elderly. 
their work in the last year in the last year or so under COVID has been horrid. And they have come they have been complicit. It's just like being complicit with Hitler and the Nazis. They've been complicit. And people got held accountable. And many, many, not just in the Nuremberg trial trials. You can I, I I've been watching YouTube clip after YouTube clip of people that were found guilty before the Nuremberg trials, and they just hung them in their cities. Hung them, hung them, hung them. Shot them, shot them, shot them. A people, crimes against humanity. And what they did is a crime against our community. Adventist Hospital, Peachtree Health. Peachtree Health turned COVID patients that had an illness called COVID. Sutter County told us to shut our church down. We said, you know, they're talking about Jesus here at Adventist Hospital. I said, God bless them. Good for them. You know what Jesus did? He said, oh, somebody, somebody, some stupid person said, oh, well, what Jesus would have taken the jab. Really? He would have social distanced. Really? He didn't. He didn't during Bible times. He touched lepers, hugged lepers, put hands on people that were sick, big, sick, big time. Church of Glad Times, they told us to shut down. We said we're not shutting down. In fact, we invited COVID sick patients to come on out to the church and we'll pray for them. Right? That's normal. Everything else you saw, big time abnormal. So here's what, so one of my friends was at the cancer center the other day, getting a treatment for something. Not cancer, just something related to something. They do the, whatever that, that procedure is at that center. And this gal says, this young nurse said, I'm going to, um, I, I'm in a real tough deal. They told me if I don't take the jab, then that's, then if by that act of not taking it, I'm resigning. Christian organizations do not force people to take a chemical into their body that's going to kill them. And if the Adventists are too stupid to figure that out, I feel sorry for them. And I'll tell you, the guys that, at that Helena, St. Helena hospital over there doing hip knee replacements. They got all, they do all kinds of things over there, but those, those boys are bright. And so you tell so here's what's happening is that these medical centers have been bought out when they fired Simone gold for treating COVID patients successfully, no hospital visits, just, just coming through their ER. No, they didn't get admitted. When they fire her for giving hydroxychloroquine and the person never having to come back, you know that they're corrupted. When they tell you, Anthony Fauci, the Satan on earth, he's a demon, that boy. When he says that hydroxychloroquine has never been tested, I was taking hydroxychloroquine as an anti-malaria medicine in the early 90s going to India and, and Africa. He's a liar. That's a 60-year-old drug. And to forbid doctors and even make it difficult to get through pharmacies, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, people have had to scramble around to figure out their own solutions here, and doctors could have treated them, and many doctors, like Dr. Stella, uh, down and you know they were so unkind dr stella is nigerian by ethnicity and nationality uh but she's a, a great medical doctor and and she's a very strong christian woman and a minister of the gospel 
and the media mocked her and called and insinuated she was a witch. These people are so off the hook. And she's actually curing hundreds of COVID patients, never, didn't matter what age, comorbidities, issues, just fixing them left and right. Go, go, Dr. Stella, MD, like I told you at the beginning. Anyway, Adventist Health threatens. I have a friend that, that I've traveled, we smuggled Bibles together for years. And she called me up and said, Lou, I, I'm getting fired at the ICU if I don't take the shot. I need an exemption letter. Can you imagine? Many people are refusing to take the exemption letter. Do you know that? Because they thought I shouldn't even have to do It's a violation of my rights to force me to even take that. I shouldn't have to do that. Now, uh, it's this one, one uh, article, hospital to stop delivering babies as maternity workers resign over vaccine mandate. There's all kinds of nurses. God bless these nurses. They seem to have more backbone than the average worker of any type. I've seen them on YouTube testifying before local government political groups like supervisors. So Lewis County, Ho- County General Hospital stopping delivering babies on September 24th because too many maternity unit workers have w- resigned over COVID vaccination mandates. Um, so he said the, the chief executive said, he said six employees in the maternity unit resigned rather than get the COVID shot, and another seven are undecided. Now, my friend Chris Madsen, who's a pastor and he's also a hospice chaplain, told me that the doctor over there threatened him over the phone on a Zoom call or something. And just he got fed up with the people questioning why they had to do this and if it's really legal, and he just he just got fed up. He said, I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. Get the shot or get out. That's ridiculous, people. This shot is killing people. I could give you list after list after list of people that are, I did that last week, in fact. Young people, old people, all kinds of people. Hank Aaron, famous baseball guy. Oh, well, Hank Aaron was 81. Yeah, healthy as a horse. So no one could... So a person that dies the day after they get a COVID shot or two days or a week, even though they didn't have any other problems, you think, oh, no, that couldn't have been COVID. You know, it's just his time. You know, he'd been a lot of years. Da, da, da. But if a person got hit by a Mack truck or run over by a train or shot by a gangbanger and brought in and they found any COVID DNA or COVID fragments or cell fragments, even though he wasn't sick with COVID, they called that a COVID death. I'm I'm not exaggerating. This is complete fraud. Did you, you look up look up the flu statistics for last year on the uh CDC website? And there's hardly any. That's because they called the flu the symptoms, they took the symptoms of the flu and said they were COVID. Listen, people, we have been scammed. So the Adventists are threatening their employees. You think Jesus would threaten your employees? Some of you idiots out there think Jesus would social distance and wear a mask. (laughs) Honestly, people, you've lost your mind. I don't know whether you like did LSD when you were a kid, right? Or somebody molested you or, or like the dog had sex with you. I don't know what the problem is. Another place. Uh, Anyway, I I got to go on from Adventist Health. I I just I was so happy when they came here and 
and excited. And they have been such a complete disappointment and uh, really disappointment. A big disappointment. So uh, it says Thomas Paine, honestly, some of the guys were so bright back then. He says a body of men, or he's talking about people, holding themselves accountable to nobody ought not to be trusted by anybody. Let me just say that a body of men holding themselves to be accountable to nobody ought not to be trusted by anybody. Right now, we have people in office all over the place uh, that aren't accountable to anybody. Let me do one more. We just got 30 seconds here. It says the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected. This is sent to me by Mark Lydell, who used to be down here, live in this community. He said the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected. And then there's another one here. Let's see if I can find it. No, I can't find it fast enough. All right, we're going to take a break. We're halfway through here tonight, and uh, we got another three segments to go. Be right back. Christopher Orr, and uh, you guys fired Gabriel Guype uh, today because y'all got caught yesterday, you know? Okay, we, as people have mentioned, this guy had an Antifa flag on his wall. He had Chairman Mao on his wall. He was indoctrinating these kids every single day. He was abusing them, scaring them every single day. Where the hell was the principal? Where were the vice principals? Where was the other faculty at this school? Where was the superintendent? Where was the rest of the district? Where were you? You know, he was fired today. Why wasn't he fired a year ago? Why wasn't he fired two years ago? Why did this go on for so long? Why are you only doing anything about it now? Because you got caught. Exactly. Okay, and you guys, you're you're gonna be held accountable. This this is because of you. Okay, Gabriel Geip is a symptom, not the sickness. The sickness is in the district. It's in the school. It's, it's everywhere. And people are sick of it. We're aware of it. We know what's going on, especially now, and we know what you're doing, and we're not going to let this go. You can't just fire this one guy and then just call it quits, and that's, it's done. It's not done. You're going to have to do something about this. We want the policy of the schools, the written policy change. We want you to follow the rules you're already supposed to be following. We want an investigation, as other people have mentioned. We need to investigation of this, a criminal investigation yes. by an unbiased third party, not an internal investigation where you guys will let yourselves off the hook. Okay, you have to be held accountable. Now, you could get ahead of this. You could do something about it. You can actually care about what the people in your community and the parents of these students that you're supposed to be taking care of, what they have said and what they care about, what they want, what the law-abiding citizens of this country and this community want. Or you can just double down and hide. It's not going to work because we'll be back. We'll be back. We're here today. We'll be here next week. We'll be at every freaking board meeting that you guys have. Okay? You have to do something. Do something now. 
What's happening in our schools? Colleges have become leftist indoctrination centers. It's not a new problem. It's been going on for decades, first behind the scenes and now out front. That's how radical change happens. It creeps up on us. And when we finally figure out what's going on, it's too late. What's been happening on college campuses is now happening in elementary schools and high schools. I know, I'm a mom of two school-aged kids. I've seen it with my own eyes. More and more parents are seeing it too. Thanks to the lockdowns and Zoom, we're getting a window into our children's classes. It's not a pretty picture. Kids, really young kids, are being taught stuff so radical, so devoid of what real education is, it should alarm us all. Here are a few examples. Recently, Chicago Public Schools adopted an American history curriculum based on the 1619 Project published and promoted by the New York Times. The 1619 Project asserts that America's founding was not marked by the Declaration of Independence in 1776, but the arrival of the first African slaves in Jamestown in 1619. Historians from across the political spectrum have denounced this as a giant lie. The New York Times has walked back many of the project's original claims. Still, this malicious slander of America is now being taught in schools as truth. And what is that truth? That America is, was, and always has been a fundamentally racist country and that white Americans today bear responsibility for all current and historic racism. This bleeds perfectly into another educational debacle diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, this might sound innocent, but don't be fooled. It's a dangerous euphemism for something called critical race theory. Critical race theory says that racism is woven into the very fabric of American society. What does this look like in a school setting? Middle and high school students in Wellesley, Massachusetts, are being taught to be on the lookout for unconscious racial bias in their classmates. We need your help! An email to students reads, Your school leaders will be working with you this year on how to be proactive about preventing bias incidents and how to report them should they occur. This warped vision of America doesn't stop at race. In Colorado, first graders are being taught that just because someone looks like a boy doesn't mean they are. Only they can know who they truly are. Gender is something they choose for themselves based on how masculine or feminine they feel. Or maybe they're not fully a boy or a girl, but something in between, whatever that may be. To repeat, that's what children are taught in first grade. Imagine what they're taught in second or third grade. And of course, the world faces imminent disaster from global warming. The American Federation of Teachers has fully endorsed the most radical aspects of the Green New Deal, which is already featured in California school curriculums. In some, many of our schools are teaching children that our past is terrible and that they have no future. That if they are white, they are racist whether they know it or not. If they're black, they're victims, whether they experience it or not. That they should constantly question their sexual identity. With all this being drummed into their heads, no wonder today's kids have more psychological problems than any previous generation. Maybe you think I'm cherry-picking examples to exaggerate my point. Or maybe you're one of the lucky ones who sends your kids to a school that has yet to be infected by this radical agenda. Maybe. But if I were you, I wouldn't take it on faith. 
find out for yourself. When I did, I was shocked to learn that all of this is happening in my school district right now. So find out what's being taught in your kid's school. Take a good, hard look at curricula. Ask administrators if they endorse the 1619 Project. Are they pushing a diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda? If so, demand to see what materials the school is using. At a minimum, get to know your kids' teachers and principals. Join the PTA, attend local school board meetings, look for allies among reasonable, like-minded parents. You don't have to agree with each other on everything, you just have to agree that the brainwashing of our children stops here, stops now. Americans know what our children should be learning, that they must take responsibility for their conduct, that race is the least important aspect of another person, that hard work and rational thought are things we all value, that there is nothing wrong with the bodies they were born into, and that America was founded not to promote racism, but to guarantee sacred liberties and opportunities to its citizens. And it wouldn't hurt if they learned reading and writing and math, too. I'm Jill Simonian, founder of thefabmom.com for Prager University. Thank you for watching this video. If you're a parent or an educator, join PragerU's prep program. There, you'll find the resources you need to teach our children about American values without the indoctrination. Visit PragerU.com prep Kids are different today, I hear every mother say, mother needs something today to calm her down. And though she's not really ill, there's a little yellow pill, she goes running for the shelter of her mother's little helper, and it helps her on her way, gets her through her busy day. Okay, so a friend of mine said they were in a city council meeting a while back, and, and one of the city council was saying, you know, just in emphasizing, our job as the city councils is to protect people. And finally, the guy got so, I think it was Chris Madsen, he said he got so fed up. He said, it's not your job to protect, protect me. He's talking about our health. And this guy writes, it's not the government's job to protect my health. It's the government's job to protect my rights. And the very rights that they're trampling on are the ones that they're not protecting. And then they turn around and say, they're, they're, they're trampling on my rights to protect my health. That's not what their job is. Their job is to protect my rights according to the Constitution. And if, 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 uh, uh, if Joe Biden or any other Joes say, you gotta, I'm going to force you to be injected, that's when the government needs to protect my rights to not be injected. I should have a right not to be injected. We let people all the time shoot heroin, snort heroin, uh, d drink gallons of alcohol every night, right? People have a freedom in this, even freedom to abuse their bodies. It's not the government's job to protect my health. It's the government's job to protect my rights. It's my job to protect my health. It doesn't mean I'm going to know everything about my health. If I need professionals, I go seek them out and get the best I can find. Right? I told somebody today, she said, Lou, can you advise me on investing my money? I said, 
I don't want to do that because I'm not, I don't stay up on it. I hire a professional. She said, really? Can you just give me an app? I said, I'm not going to give you an app. I said, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and the areas you don't know much about that, but they're really important like your health, right? But always do your own due diligence, right? Just don't turn your life over to the medical profession, right? He says, it's my job to protect my health for when you trade liberty for safety, you end up losing both. We had city council people in the middle of the COVID thing, bright guys, bright guys make a lot of money standing out, handing out free masks. Do you think they ever thought to read the box that said these masks are no good for a virus? N95, particle mass. Can you all say particle with me? A virus is smaller than a particle. And that mask will keep out particles, but not viruses and bacteria. We have city councilmen and supervisors that are so clueless. They couldn't lead you out of a rainforest. No, this one guy says education is not memorizing that Hitler killed 6 million Jews. Education is understanding how millions of ordinary Germans were convinced that it was required to kill them. People in this country right now are blaming un- the people that did not take the jab for putting everybody at risk. When the fact is a majority of people that are going back into the hospital with COVID are already vaxxed people. And they're lying over here at Adventist and Dr. Lou is a liar of telling you that everybody going to the hospital is unvaxxed. They got this dashboard thing. They're starting again. That dashboard has been a big crock of crap from the very beginning. The PCR test was a fraud. They use that to that. That thing could tell you that you were a monkey if they wanted to. It's it was nonsense. They shouldn't even be using the PCR test. And they were calling those cases and those people weren't even sick. It just simply had a presence of COVID in their system and they weren't even sick. Education is understanding how, how millions have you asked yourself? I was looking the other day, I was looking at one of the concentration camps and they had videos of the people actually in there. There were like 70 or 80,000 people in these one camps. Can you imagine if the entire Yuba Sutter like that's about the size of Yuba city. If the entire city was a concentration camp, you don't think you would notice that if you were in Marysville, you don't think you would notice that. You don't think you would know somebody in there. You wouldn't be concerned about that. People just let their friends and neighbors be crucified, be gassed, be, be injected like Dr. Lou's injecting everybody as fast as she can. They're running around with vans. They're paying you. They're giving lottery tickets. They'll probably even have sex with you. If you'll just take the jab, they're giving a $50 bonus to uh magic mountain peach trees, giving $150 to big old fat. So's taking the jab. They don't care whether they're fat and going to drop dead of a heart disease. All they want to do is take the jab. We'll give you $150. Why don't we just put hookers out there and say, hey, if you'll come in here and take the jab, you can go go in there for 30 minutes with her. Let's just hook them up. How, if we really are serious about that, let's get it on. Sex, sex will get some people jabbed. 
Let's sex it up, dude. Dr. Lou, what do you, how come you're leaving that off? Supervisors, how come you're not concerned about that? Education is learning how to spot the signs of history repeating itself. We got people that think they, oh, yeah, I can't believe how the Germans just allowed cattle cars, cattle trucks, cattle train cars full of little kids and women and men stripped down all their stuff taken from them, and they didn't, like, get a clue? What do you think's going on right now? We got people celebrating on Facebook. I got the shot. I got two shots. Do you think they're telling you over there at Adventist Hospital how many people are going in? Their plates, platelets are screwed up. They're shing, they got shingles. <laughs> it stirred up the herpes virus in their system. They're going in. They got a uh, uh, ball. Uh, uh, Bell's palsy, their their faces frozen on one side. They got blood clots on the brain. They got, uh, what is it, my, myocarditis or something like that. The heart's inflamed. <clears throat> Dude, if you want to get your heart inflamed, you're liable to live with an inflamed heart the rest of your life if you survive this. You guys are crazy. Nuremberg Code, Article 6, Section 3. No government can mandate or force medical treatment without individual consent. Oh yeah. They say we're, we're getting consent. Really? You tell them what you tell them aborted fetuses in that. You tell them HIV strains are in that. Did you know HIV strains are in that? I've had doctors say that there's a chance you could get HIV from this, this thing. Oh, you're Lou, you're just throwing out stuff. I, I'm not that smart to throw out stuff. I'm talking about people that are smarter than the four of us all together, put all our IQs together. I spent some time studying it for this last year. Imagine a vaccine so safe that they got to beg you. They got to, they got to beg you. They got to mandate it. They got to tell them you have to take it. Get out. You worked here for 20 years. You can't stay here any longer if you can't take it. You got to beg people to take it. You got to force people to take it. You got to hold them down to shoot them with it. Got to pay them to take it. Come on, people. This is like totally nutso. Totally nutso. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, mention a couple people here. I want to thank, uh, I got uh, the guys at All, All Power Services. They're helping me. We're redoing the skate park after about 10 years. We're, we're refurbishing this cool skate park out in Yuba City. It's like a urban skate park all above ground, you know, ramps, drops, stairs, the whole thing, rails. So I needed some steel work done, and uh, I had to repair some of the, the – it's, it's fence because it's off, up off the ground, so you could fly off the edge and end up – tumbling six feet down anyway uh so i got a hold of will fanning at all power services so they're coming over there and weld up some uh strengthening the fence and and repairing some of the uh, rungs of the fence and so those guys uh if you're on their uh, facebook page it's pretty cool because they're actually demoing they'll show you the problem that they've run into like if it's an axle or a car or they're building some winch inside of a deal to lift equipment these guys are they're geniuses 
and uh, it's pretty cool on their Facebook page. So uh, it's probably All Power Services Facebook, but they're here in Yuba City, and Josh James and Will Fanning, uh, they call themselves All Power Services. You can reach them at 530-844-0347. What do they do? Just pick up all that equipment that you purchased, and then you either broke apart or or wore it out, or it doesn't seem to work like it used to. So you wanted, should I just sell that a yard sale or should I just throw it away? Take it over and get it repaired. So they just do all kinds of stuff. They do metal fabrication. They showed a deal where they're, they're working out a way. So a, a plumber can lift up some of his equipment. He doesn't have to use his back and he actually winch it up the back. And he created a whole winch system inside the back of the truck to pull up his kind of like his snake and the, the, heavy thing you know so uh just amazing stuff so they'll they'll fix all your power tools you just name it i got it from from chainsaws to mowers to weed eaters uh all kinds of power equipment uh water blasters i got a water blaster they need to look at uh water pressure system tractors vehicles they were putting a water pump on a vehicle uh, the other day Three wheelers, four wheelers, all the wheelers. They do everything. So uh power tools, power sports, service repair, custom welding, fabrication. So you can check them out at all uh, you want to email them, you get all power one four six nine. That's their address, all power one four six nine at gmail dot com. Stewart Road, it's off of ninety nine. It's on the west side. The Stewart crosses ninety nine. It's on the west side of of ninety nine. So check it out. Uh, also another friend of mine that started a business, she quit teaching. She got so fed up with the craziness and the teaching. She said, I don't, I'm I'm not even going to do this anymore. So she went and got trained to repair these new high, highfalutin sewing machines that are electric and got computer chips in them, all kinds of stuff, technical stuff. So if you've got a sewing machine that's giving you fits, you think, oh, I wanted to sew that, but it's, this thing's out of sorts. I don't know where to take it. She'll come pick it up and fix it for you. Or you can take it to her. Her name's Beth Ward. So you can check her out on, on the website. You can see they're friends of mine, Paul and Beth Ward. They're good people. I've known them for four decades. So their website is so exceptional, S-E-W, exceptionalservices.com. And, uh, or you can send her an email at services at gmail.com. Or you could dial her up or text her at 530-682-9920. She puts her prices right on her website. I thought, oh, I don't know. She's pretty confident she could knock this out, just tell you I'll do this for this. So her prices are right there, and uh, pretty cool, pretty simple website. And uh, I think I know her. She can she'll get stuff done. She's sharp. So uh, also I want to, before we get back into the talk, I'm, I, got, uh, I was mentioning Peachtree Health. Earlier, my friend Dr. Joe Cassidy works over there. Joe is loved by so many people in this area. Three over three decades of serving the poor and the disadvantaged. Uh, and I say disadvantaged people that have made poor decisions, or they just had a lot of difficulties happen in their life. They had a rough start, and they've been in, in trouble. He used to be the doctor of the jail for years, uh, but he's worked with people that he loves and prostitutes and and drug addicts and all kinds of folks that. Uh, we see that are wonderful people that just got off, took the wrong turn some point in their life. Happens to all of us. So uh, the nice thing is, instead of just retiring from the county, uh, he retired, but he 
went to work for Peachtree Health a few days a week and sees all the same type of folks. You don't need to be that way to see him if you need a doctor. But the reason I'm talking about him is he and I partnered up to reach out to street people and to addicts that uh, are not getting help by the government. You know, the government gets all the drug addict money, right? The residential treatment money. And um, so uh, the fact is that Dr. Cassidy, uh, we're hooking him right up through Dr. Cassidy's medical office and forget the government. And if we need to reach out to the government, we'll help them. So, uh, so anybody that wants help, call Peachtree Health at 749-3242. That's a 530 area code, 749-3242. And just say, I need to make an appointment with Dr. Cassidy. If they say, oh, he's not taking appointments or he's too busy or that, that, that. You know, but if if they say, oh, what do you need? Just say, I need addiction services. And uh, so then uh, from there, uh, if you can get help through him, and if, if you need, if you're using opiates, if you just want to get treated, get some help, get some advice, and then we'll help you with Narcan. We'll help you with uh, medication to stop your withdrawals. We'll help you get into a re- residential treatment if that's what you need in other words everybody doesn't need the same thing so we'll work on it if you can't get through to them you could text him at 530-682-8648 that's his number but don't call him text him 530-682-8648 just say i'm trying to get in to see you i'm going to say your name and uh, your of course your number there and uh, he'll give you a call back. If all else fails, call me up, 530-713-1838. I'll make the connections for you. We'll get you started. Okay? So, uh, and then one last one here, this will be half of them, is uh, Nellie at North Valley Paralegal, Nellie Garcia. And I've told you that a lot of the attorneys you don't need. You can use a paralegal. It's cheaper. It's faster. They're easier to work with. And and a lot of them are just, uh, Nellie's very honest, good person works her heart out so she's at 751 sutter street in yuba city that's right there uh the first street along the levee in yuba city and right at the 10th street bridge right there uh just north of it or south of it call her up at 530-751-9289 530-751-9289 so um all right i'm gonna leave that there let me just say this we just got a couple of minutes le- uh, left it, it these are areas where the government <laughs> you remember uh, the liberals say that government is the answer to everything trump said what we need is god not government and so so often government has actually ended up killing its own people communists have never been shy about killing a million two million fifteen million a hundred million twenty five million right Joe Stalin, Paul Pot, Mao Zedong, right? Uh, just we could just name Kochescu. We could just name tyrant after tyrant. You know, Gavin Newsom would kill people if he could get away with it. In fact, he's involved in killing people right now through this COVID shot. This says Holocaust. The Holocaust was legal. Did you know that the Holocaust was legal in Germany? It was legal doing what they did to the Jews. They made that up. They just decided it's legal here to do this. And people that hid the Jews were called criminals. Did you know that? 
I think I read a deal last week. If maybe I didn't have time to get to it, but people in the Was- Warsaw, Poland ghetto, they cleared everybody out and just put Jews in there. And then they just had to fend for themselves. Remember, just like Dr. Lou in lockdown. Yeah, just fend for yourself. And people were smuggling food into them. If you were, if you were caught smuggling food to just feed Jews during the war, they would kill you right there. No trial. Holocaust was legal. People who hid the Jews were criminals. Did you know slavery was legal in this country? Did you know that? The Dred Scott decision, when it got up for debate, they actually decided that it was okay to trade people, just like you buy and sell a cow. It was okay. People who freed the slaves were called criminals. Did you know segregation was legal in this country? They had a a water fountain that was for blacks and a water fountain for whites. Bathroom for blacks, bathroom for whites. School for blacks, school for whites. Seats for blacks, seats for whites. That was legal in this country, in, in a portion of this country. Not everywhere. Never was everywhere. So people who stood up for equality and justice were called criminals. Do you know that it's legal in this country to murder your baby? Did you know that? And if you if you interfere with a woman who wants to murder her baby, you're a criminal. Though it's legal for her to murder, she some women have had 10, 12, 13, 14 abortions. They've killed that many children. But if anybody tried to stop them, they are criminals. I've, I've actually been arrested for doing that and gone to jail until they let us out. In other words, they didn't leave us in there for days, but they uh, kept us in there for a time. Our government and its laws are, aren't, are not a guide to human decency and morality. I want you to hold on to that memorize it. Our government and its laws aren't a guide to human decency and morality. If you want a guide for that, you need to start reading the Bible. Our government and its laws are not a guide to human decency. If you say, well, it's, it's not against the law, or the, it's okay with the government, that is not a guide. I'll be right back. We've got two more seconds. done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I and have the privilege your, of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. This whole long conversation, I don't have time to uh, get Areva, I hate to break it to you, to but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. Okay, then. I See, you went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. You went immediately with an assumption. Your people obviously where you didn't look. You're talking to a black man. 
Who started out in rock. Look, there's a very destructive, highly infectious variant of a terrible disease going around. It ruins lives, it's destroying society, and even causing some deaths. It's called the Tyrant Variant. This variant attacks people, leaving some crippled in fear with their brains incapable of thinking for themselves. How does the Tyrant Variant get transmitted? Well, it begins by attempting to infect the brain via a process called Marxism, inducing a state of delusional psychosis whereby the patient no longer believes in objective reality. They start to believe that women who give birth are no longer mothers and that men can have babies and that it's anti-racist to judge people based on their skin color. From there, the variant is in complete control of the host without the host even knowing it. This variant even wants to convince you that you are dangerous until proven otherwise. So you need to be protected from yourself. And it tries to convince you that you are sick until proven healthy. You see, this variant attempts to camouflage itself by calling you what it is, sick and dangerous. And it relies on deception in order to take you over, trying to convince you not just that it's harmless, but it's helpful. Just like the scorpion that convinces the frog to trust it. And once the frog is inevitably stung, it asks, Why did you sting me? To which the scorpion replies, That's what I do. After all, I'm a scorpion. As it is with a helpful, deceptive hand of the tyrant variant. What about immunity? Well, because people are pack animals, human connection is what creates herd immunity from the variant. Because just like a hyena, it can only take down a lion when it's isolated from the herd. So the tyrant variant tries to convince you that human connection is dangerous because it is for the variant. The tyrant variant is also a threat to our national security as it perfectly fits the definition of a domestic terrorist. The tyrant variant isn't an infectious disease created in a lab, though it's been known to create infectious diseases in a lab. Now, surprisingly, this variant is weak enough that it's not able to actually harm a person on its own. Its success of hurting people relies on getting people to be compliant with it, whereby obedience triggers an autoimmune reaction which causes people to hurt themselves through fear, conflict, and surrendering their freedoms. But here's what you want to know. Bravery and freedom have proven to be very effective treatments at quickly eradicating this variant from a person's life. Yet because these treatments aren't patentable and therefore not very profitable, pharmaceutical companies with criminal records don't advocate the use of them. To protect yourself from the tyrant variant, please cover your eyes and ears anytime you're around a television and turn it off as soon as possible. Then please sanitize your mind with your own thoughts and your own perceived reality. And inoculating yourself with a lot of human connection is very important as this variant relies on social isolation in order to spread. So please do your part and get a booster of hugs several times a day to boost your immunity against it. And unlike the cold or flu, this variant isn't gonna be around forever. It's not just something that we have to learn to live with because this variant contains no power other than the power you give it. Just like the dog doesn't need the tick, the tick needs the dog. And you can remove this blood-sucking variant from your life anytime. How? You reclaim your power anytime you stand in bravery, freedom, and love 
while no longer complying with this disease. If we all do our part, we have a bright, happy, healthy future ahead of us. There was a study that came out of Israel about natural immunity. And basically the headline was that natural immunity provides a lot of protection, even better than the vaccines alone. Um, how, what, are, what are people to make of that? So, so as we talk about vaccine mandates, there are, I get calls all the time. People say, I've already had COVID, I'm protected. And now the study says maybe even more protected than the vaccine alone. Should they also get the vaccine? How do you make the case to them? You know, that's a really good point, Sanjay. I don't have a really firm answer for you on that. Does the vaccine make you worse? And there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. You can get a good feel for that in animal models. So that's going to be interspersed at the same time that we're testing. We're going to try and make sure we don't have enhancement. It's the worst possible thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Oh, did you know that there's a $5,000 fine in the state of Florida if you try to insist on vaccine passports in your business? That's Ron DeSantis, the governor. Do you know what I'm saying? They're talking about Orange County tried to insist on having everybody in Orange County or anybody that wanted to do business in Orange County have to produce a vaccine passport saying they've been vaccinated in order to to go into, say, a bar or a movie theater or a play or a sports event or whatever, whatever. They can make up any rules they wanted to make up, right? So in Florida, they're saying if any business discriminates on the basis of a vaccine like only vaccinated people can come in here that's a five thousand dollar fine each each time i thought that was interesting france suspended three thousand unvaccinated health workers without pay now at some point you're not going to have enough nurses to take care of the thing i told you about the they shut down an entire maternity operation. Here's what's going to happen, folks. There's going to be birthing centers spring up, and these nurses are going to go, you know, they may not make as much. The same way that teachers teaches in a private school are not going to make as much, but they are not going to have to be, te- they are not going to have to be uh, teaching baloney. They're going to be able to teach good stuff. I, would, I told somebody the other day, I said, I would rather be poor and have more freedom government get out of my way government quit you know the government says here's what they say all the time well if we don't do this if we don't put these mask mandates if we don't keep you out of school if we don't shut down businesses like they they said at the state level we won't get all this money and my response to the supervising city council is take your money and shove it as far up in the dark hole as you can get it I want freedom. I'll take poverty. 
poor and free. I'm I'm all for it. I do not want to I do not want to have people telling me what to do. They violated our rights. You know, you guys, either you're the most callous people I know on earth. Or you got some apologizing to do, and maybe you should take some of your assets that you're making and give it to the people where you told them that they could not go to work anymore and they had to shut down their business. You have no conscience. That doesn't keep you awake at night. You're unbelievable. And then you keep following the same nonsense. Mike Adams says, it's all now incredibly clear. Everything we've been watching over the last 20 months have been a globalist-led effort to convince billions of people to exterminate themselves without them knowing it. You know what he's talking about? Give me the jab. Where can I go? Can I get it really quick? Can I get two at once? He says, see, waging an open kinetic war on humanity would meet instant resistance. People tend to fight back when they're being attacked and slaughtered with bullets and bombs. So globalists had to figure out a way to carry out mass slaughter on a planetary scale without alerting the masses to what they were really doing. It's a very difficult challenge, but they figured out how to achieve it in a few simple steps. Number one, first, build a toxic nanoparticle weapon system called the spike protein and mass produce it in labs run by Chinese and U.S. military. Number two, fake an outbreak in Canada along with leaked scary videos of Chinese people falling over dead in mere seconds after, quote, seemingly breathing in the virus. Cue a media frenzy. Number three, drop the toxic nanoparticles on New York City and northern Italy. Those were hot spots. To simulate a viral outbreak. While diagnosing people with COVID via PCR tests that merely detected the presence of toxic nanoparticles and called that COVID. There really isn't. COVID is just a description of a bunch of symptoms that that could have been the flu and but with the media thing oh my god people i people it was like they gave up their virginity if i said finally i had sex right it's like i got the shot or i got covid did you know hey i got covid it's like it's unbelievable people lost their minds number four unleash mass media propaganda claiming everybody's gonna die unless they take a vaccine Number five, fill the vaccines with exactly the same toxic nanoparticles you dropped on New York City in the first place. Number six, unleash mass injections of the population with the spike protein bioweapons. That would be the thing you're getting, I call the jab. And they're going to pay you to take it. Making other people sick around them. Did you hear this? It's called shedding. New term for me. I kept calling it sloughing, sloughing it off. It's actually, I hadn't. I had a, a dinner with a, a good friend of mine, uh, a nurse, last night, and we were discussing all this. And and so that say, oh yeah, I got the, I got the shot, so I'm not gonna get it. Yes, you are, and I'm not gonna give it away. Yes, you are, and I'm not more toxic than you are who didn't take it. Yes, you are. As people get injected, this says with bioweapons, which is that shot. It's not a vaccine. They they lied to you. You believed it. That's okay. You didn't have to, but you you were you were hardhead. 
So as soon as you get the shot, you start shedding the toxic nanoparticles, making others sick around you. Frame this as a worsening pandemic to spread more fear, drive more people into the spike protein injections. Number eight, censor anyone, doctors, media, hospitals, anyone talking about the vaccine injuries or deaths. Don't talk about it, Joe. Joe Smith died. Oh, yeah, well, he's just an old guy, you know. Yeah, well, he was hunting ducks yesterday. Oh, well, you know, everybody's got their time. It just You never know what day you're going to die. Oh, yeah, nothing's causing nothing. Just like, you know, jumping off high buildings. Just, you know, just an accident. Censor anyone talking about vaccine injuries or deaths. Don't talk about it. We don't know. Oh, platelets. Oh, his platelets. He's a young guy. Platelets are all screwed up. Oh, he's got, well, I didn't know he had, he had, uh, had, uh, shingles i i i didn't well i didn't know he had, boy a lot of people getting blood clots lately oh a lot of people well inflamed heart young people they're like bulletproof pay off hospital administrators like the administrator over at adventist probably made a lot of money now and he's getting out of there dude he wants to just disappear same way doctors and uh you know one of the doctors one of the premier doctors in uh germany left the camp after 90 days i'm out of here freaking me out dude i'm out pay off hospital administrators to widely wildly exaggerate covid numbers to keep the scandemic going oh dr lou and she just like i i can't figure out who's married to gary bradford he's so in love with dr lou she could probably hang his wife right there in public and he'd say oh i guess she needed to be hanged in a nutshell, that's how they did it. Notice there's no virus required to pull this off. No big virus. It was all hocus pocus. And people just get sick. Did you know, do you remember the days before COVID when people got sick and you didn't even think anything about it? Just millions of people in the country got a cold, got the flu. They're in, they're out, they're going to doctors while you're, you're building cars or you're selling cars or you're, you know, you're painting houses and so-and-so's not there. Oh, where'd, where'd Joe Doke the Ragman go? Oh, he's got, he's got a bad cold. No big deal. So notice that they, that no virus required to pull it off. All they needed was a spike protein nanoparticle weapon system combined with the media collusion and big tech censorship. You try to post anything. Uh, if I say anything like this on Facebook or Google or any, you know, they'll just Twitter. They'll just put the kibosh right on it. They're all in on it. They want to accomplish something in a nutshell. That's how they did it. From the global's point of view, the real genius in all this is how they've managed to get people to beg for their own vaccine. Death. I said, I want to be first. Give me that vaccine. I told last week about a 12-year-old girl that was like giving her life for humanity. I'm going to test. I'm going to be one of the tests. Killed her or crippled her, one of the two. I can't remember what it was. She just like, I'm down for this. Yeah, she's down for it. She's down. Never before in human history, says Adams, have the masses been manipulated into lining up and demanding their own deaths. The vaccine Holocaust is a stealth operation requiring no bullets, bombs, or missiles. It only needs censorship, journal terrorism, and toxic nanoparticle bioweapon combined with a fraudulent PCR protocol authorized by the criminal 
Centers for Disease Control. Do you know that the same group, the Centers for Disease Control, in 1976 put out that fraudulent vaccine and killed a bunch of people and paralyzed a bunch of people through neurological problems? Lied, cheated. It's a criminal organization. Those people should be hung. Hey, county council over in Yuba County, they should be hung, tried and hung, shot. CDC, health officials should be tried, found guilty and hung. What exactly do you think? Oh, Mr. Sakatsi over there, Yuba County. What exactly do you think is worthy of capital punishment? Maybe you're one of those liberals that don't believe in capital punishment. You think anybody could just do whatever they want, stab a little girl with a jab and have the little girl die. And just like, oh, well, that sounds, that happens sometimes. A bummer when that happens. I hate it when that happens. Hate it when that happens. Now, completely obvious, Adam says, that the real goal is mass extermination of the human race. Not everybody. Blacks are really freaked out about this because they have already been the target of so many attempts to eliminate their population. Candace Owens said, if they didn't, if they, if the blacks had not been a a, a, a a target of sterilization, yes, in this country, sterilization in the early 1900s. I'll name the guys if you want me to do it. Greg Pincus and um, a, a guy named Gamble, and I think it's Gregory Pincus. I can't remember Gamble's first name. They they set up sterilization clinics. And killed lots and lots of black and other other minority people. Candace Owens said with, without that and without abortion, the black population in the United States of America would be twice the count you have today. And you think, well, thank God. Some of you racists out there. Really? You know, if, if you're a follower of God, we're all God's people, no matter what flavor they are. And... And they're nice people. They're wonderful people who have been abused, just like Jews are nice people who have been abused for a long time. And black men for 30 years, over 30 years, were deceived, lied to, and injected. Just like we're getting injected with nanoparticles, they were injected with placebo and funky stuff and actually injected with syphilis. And they wanted to see what what we do to their bodies. How about that, right? Just treat them like a rat, a lab rat, black men. I bet some of them, they were grandpas, uncles, brothers, husbands. Treat them like a lab rat. In a sane world where globalists weren't trying to exterminate the human race, you know why they're trying to exterminate the human race? Not the whole human race. They just think we're way, way overpopulated because they think we need to get human, we need to get natural resources under control. We need to stop climate change. It's a fraud. So many things are a fraud. Where we came from, oh, we came from a monkey. That's a lie. Climate change, a lie. You know, global warming, a lie, right? On and on and on. I'm a boy. By the way, I'm plumb, but I'm really a girl. A lie, right? Just lie, 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 lie. I can have, I can be bisexual, trisexual, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
right? In a sane world where globalists weren't trying to exterminate the human race, ivermectin would be celebrated as a safe, effective, and low-cost medical intervention with COVID. Vitamin D would be recommended for nearly everyone if we were to have normal times with good doctors without being censored and shut down and threatened and you're going to lose your job like Simone Gold did. You can't tell people, don't tell, don't tell, don't tell them to take vitamin D or, or uh, D3 or zinc. Like, don't say zinc. Oh, you can't bring, you can't say zinc in here anymore. D3 or C or sit out in the sun. Don't tell them to do that. He said vitamin D would be recommended for nearly everyone. Fauci and the other bioweapons criminals would be indicted and charged with crimes against humanity in a sane world. And the science journals would be run by and they wouldn't the science journals would not be run by communist China as they are today. But our world is not sane. It is ruled by completely insane global death cult. This is the same death cult, by the way, that had Bill Gates flying down and having sex with little teeny girls at Jeffrey Epstein's place. All these guys, this is all connected, people. The whole pedophilia ring. The death cult that seeks the total destruction of the human race. Do you know that Satan has been trying to destroy the human race from the beginning? It just, he just constantly is conjuring up another effort. That's why everything you've seen unfold makes no sense. It makes, it's like, ah. Where did this come from? I feel like I'm on LSD, man, back in the day. I can't even believe it. I don't even take drugs anymore, and I think, I'm thinking like I'm on LSD. It makes no sense unless you realize the goal really is depopulation, genocide against humanity. And do you know that that's where Gates is focusing his vaccines? Not COVID vaccines, his other vaccines, like for health issues, tetanus and all those things, typhoid, all that stuff. And yet he's got a little a little bad juju in there to stop young women from being able to get pregnant. Isn't that interesting in all that India and Africa? Funny how that happens if you're really trying to. He actually said it on on a uh, a TED talk on YouTube. I've watched it a number of times in the same breath. He said, we're just going to have to get the population down and we've got va- and we've got these vaccines. That's why everything you see and unfold makes no sense unless you realize the goal is depopulation genocide. The gain-of-function research, gain-of-function, remember that term? The gain-of-function research, the media's psychological operations, the hospital's faking COVID numbers to scare the public, like Adventist, the science journal scheming to attack ivermectin and hid the origins of the spike protein, the incessant pushing of the COVID vaccine mandates, the economic lockdowns that destroy lives, Once you understand that the goal is total death and destruction, suddenly it all kind of starts to make sense. Thank you, Jesus. In Scotland, listen to this. In Scotland, 80% of the COVID deaths are now occurring among not the unvaccinated. It's the vaccinated. They're dying. How can that be, you think? That's because you're not listening. Your ears can hear sound, but it's not making it into your brain because you've been propagandized and you're toast. Your damaged goods, your intellectual damaged goods. They got, I thought Harold Kruger used to be a really sharp guy. He worked at the Peel Democrat. He and I looked at life a little bit different, but I thought, hey, the guy writes pretty good. And now he's a champion of the COVID statistics. I think, come on, Harold. 
like jump off a tall building or like skydive or something like, or go like screw prostitutes, do something worthy with your life. It's like, you're going to post COVID stats that are fraudulent. That's your gig nowadays, dude, get a life. So, and in, you know, countries that have high vaccination rates like Israel and Singapore, hospitalizations and deaths are skyrocketing. Did you know that? Oh, they're not telling about it on the news? I don't watch the news. They're not catching it on CNN, MSNBC, XYZ, MOP, right? No. It shouldn't be any surprise, of course, because when you inject lots of people with biological weapons, many of them are going to get sick and die. It's a it's 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 called one plus one equals two. It's cause and effect, baby. We've had two free and brave conferences at Glad Tidings. We had some of the top scientists in the world, the world here. You would think that we would have thousands waiting to get in the building. It was a pretty good crowd. It didn't interest people. They're just willing to take the shot. Give me that shot. The globalists are aware of something much bigger that's approaching our world, something on a cosmic scale. I don't know what they're thinking. Maybe they think our time is coming soon. I always think, what's Bill Gates going to do if a truck hits him or somebody shoots him or stabs him or if somebody poisons him? What's he going to do with all that money? He just kicked his wife to the curb or she kicked him to the curb after she found out he was banging all those underage girls. We're going to take a break and... uh, we're going to finish up. We got one more section, and that's it for tonight. All right, hold on. understood that slavery was wrong on principle, that it's by definition an injustice, and they understood it as such. Hamilton and Madison both referred to slaves as men. This is a critical insight, because if slaves are men, if slaves are human beings, then that means that they have inalienable natural rights. And that means that slavery can only rest on the basis of positive law, that it's by definition an injustice, and they understood it as such. Thomas Jefferson, in one of the most famous statements on slavery to come out of the American founding, Query 18, in Notes on the State of Virginia, explains that slavery is at war with human nature and with justice. He says it's bad for slaves because it teaches them to hate their country and it teaches them to lack self-assertion, but it's also bad for masters. It teaches masters to become tyrants. It warps them. It teaches them to have contempt for the rights of other human beings. And once they learn to have contempt for the rights of their slaves, they then transfer that and learn to have contempt for the rights of others who are not slaves. Finally, it's bad for society. It's bad for the country as a whole. Jefferson says that we are so wrong on the question of slavery, that it is certain that God will punish us if we don't get it right. In fact, he says if it ever came down to a contest between slaves and masters, 
over the future of the country, Jefferson says, quote, the Almighty has no attribute which can take side with us in such a contest, end quote. So in short, we can see pretty quickly that the Founding Fathers understood that they had a colossal problem on their hands, that slavery was a massive injustice, and they understood it as such. What did the Founders do about slavery? Because again, to say that they did not end slavery altogether is not the same as saying that they did nothing about it. For instance, during the founding and early American period, nine states became free states. All of the states, the original states, north of Maryland, so from Pennsylvania northward, became free states, abolished slavery in one way or another. Slave states eased their manumission laws, and all manumission is simply an individual act of emancipation where an individual owner frees an individual slave. So it was made easier to free one's slaves in the southern states that retained slavery, and as a result, thousands of slaves were manumitted. Now, this does not end the institution of slavery altogether, but it is certainly important to you if you are one of those thousands who was manumitted during this period. We also see instances of southern courts favoring the claims of slaves who were suing for their freedom. In fact, this is uh, how the Dred Scott case got its start in the Missouri state courts. In ruling against Dred Scott in 1850, the Missouri Supreme Court admitted that if Dred Scott's case had come before the court, say, 10 years earlier, they most certainly would have, would have freed him. But times had changed, and so they were no longer honoring the, the friendly agreement that they had with free states to respect the laws of those states because of the intensification of the slavery controversy. There were also reforms in the slave states that tended to recognize the humanity of slaves. By the beginning of the 19th century, North Carolina had reformed its laws so that killing a slave carried the same penalty as killing a free person. It was still hard to obtain a conviction, but at least this is a recognition that a slave is in fact a human being and not an article of livestock. There was the abolition of the slave trade, which was legally abolished in 1807, and the abolition took effect in 1808. Later on, the slave trade was declared to be piracy, making it a death penalty offense. This was a law which was extremely hard to enforce in the age of sale, but at least you have a declaration of a commitment to end this inhumane practice. If one looks to the Constitution itself, one notices that conspicuously absent from the entire Constitution, including the provisions that deal directly with slavery, is the word slave in any variation. Madison, Frederick Douglass, Abraham Lincoln, all came to the same conclusion about why this was the case. They did not want to taint the document with any implication that slavery existed, so that if someone came along in the future without any particular knowledge of our history or politics, they could not read the original Constitution and know that slavery had been a part of it. If one turns to the particular provisions in the Constitution that deal with slavery, we also can see ambiguities and compromises uh, that, that reflect the Founders' desire to see slavery uh, gradually removed from our society. The Importation Clause in Article 1, Section 9 was looked upon by many people as a death sentence for slavery. It was widely believed at the time that slave populations could not be self-sustaining, that only continual importation 
would allow slavery to survive in a particular community. And so many people, such as James Wilson, believed that cutting off the slave trade killed slavery itself. And that proved to be largely true in many places, except in America. In America, the slave population, contrary to expectations, proved to be self-supporting. Finally, if one is looking at what the founders did about slavery, perhaps the most important thing that they did about slavery was to pass a piece of legislation called the Northwest Ordinance. So the Northwest Territory was uh, the full area in which the federal government could control slavery, and the Northwest Ordinance banned it in perpetuity, and it was passed by a large margin in Congress both times under both forms of government. And this was significant in a number of ways. Indiana, when it petitioned for statehood, asked for the right to be exempt from the Northwest Ordinance. Now, one does not ask for that exemption if one wants to be a free state, and the federal government told them that they were not exempted. They could remain free under the Northwest Ordinance, or they could become a free state. So it certainly made one state that might have been a slave state into a free state. It provided, when we got to the Civil War, an enormous amount of manpower and material resources for the Union war effort. And finally, the language of the slavery prohibition in the Northwest Ordinance became the basis for the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, outlawing slavery nationwide by constitutional amendment. So many things were done to restrict slavery, to hem it in, as Lincoln would later say, within the narrowest limits of necessity. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Businessman there, drink my wine. Okay, here we go, last section, and I want to just uh, mention a couple more people that have been a huge help to me uh, in keeping these shows going and helping. So, and that's a new new guy, not, not a new guy in the community. He's been here for decades, probably one of the longer living people in our community now. We're, we all are if you've been around for four or five decades, and that's uh, Bill, Bill and Carla Artominko with Thrifty Rooter. And they've they got thrifty rooters all the surrounding counties, I think. And uh, I know them from Yuba Sutter, but I think if you can hear me out there in Butte and uh, Placer, Nevada, I'm just going to throw all these in there because I think they're they're in all these spots. But it started out right here in Yuba Duba. So uh, check out their website at thriftyrooter.net. Because it's a cool website, you can actually order their services right online. Tell them like, "Hey, I got a blocked line. Hey, I got uh, my my uh, my lines backing up. I think my septic tank needs pump. This that. I think I got leach field issues." They'll help you, Thrifty Rooter, or that maybe you just got a line that needs to be blasted or opened up, or maybe you got a crushed line where a tree finally got in there and the roots are just screwing it up. They can send a camera down there, and the camera can just take a photograph of that dude, a film of it. Just tell you exactly. You can see all that funky stuff in there. So uh, give them a shout out. They got, uh, and actually they're looking for helpers. I noticed on their website, they're saying, well, we'll train you. If you're a good guy, you want to go to work, you want to make good salary. Uh, plumbers make good money. It's a good job. And so you can give them a shout out at 530-673-8201. Once again, 530-673-8201. And then there's uh, Dave Greenitz, 
And uh, Dave helped me out last week. He hauled this big kind of a play prop. It looked like a big old covered wagon deal that he and his wife are going to use in a future play and got it off some property so I could clean it up and burn some brush and straighten it up, make it look better, and maybe put some put it to some productive use. He helped me. But the the thing that he does that he he gets uh, makes a good living at, and he has a bunch of people working with him, bunch of people. He's got three or four crews, and uh, plus he's got subcontractors that are the best in the business. I know a couple of them personally. They're amazing. But uh, if you want to check out what he does with kitchens and baths, you will be impressed. I'm not going to beat beat my gums over the deal. You could just go and look at Greenitz, green with E-T-Z on the end, construction.com. Or you can go to Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page and check out all these cool before and after pictures. 530-682-9602. You can either talk to the big kahuna yourself, no secretary in between. 530-682-9602. Or you can text him if you have a tough time talking in person. Give him a shout out and just tell him Lou sent you. Also, the plumbing doctor, Ted Holmes, they they do all kinds of plumbing. Uh, they do a little different stuff than Thrifty Rooter does. They do some common things and some different things. And uh, so plumbing doctor, they're responding seven days a week. And uh, they'll, they'll, they came in one day. I forget what they had, were doing over here. And they said, Lou, how come you got all these old toilets in your house? I said, well, they just they work, so why not use them? They said, because they're sucking too much water, dude. You're spending too much wa- water money. Like, let's let's get rid of the toilets, get some these more efficient toilets. So they sl- I got a fifty dollar rebate on the toilets. I got new toilets, brand new. They they just sip the water and get the same job done, and they just upgraded me. And same way on different faucets I put in, just improve things, right? Plumbing Doctor, 530-671-9111, right here in Yuba City. They do Yuba Sutter. And finally, Monty Hecker, who's uh, my, I think he's my chief uh, backer in terms of like cheer. I'm not a backer so much as cheerleader. He's a cheerleader, but he's helped me uh, pay the bills around here. And and, uh, and also we've worked on political campaigns, become a friend of mine and and, a dear person. He and his wife and other and all the workers out there at Elite Universal Security, they they're here in in Yuba County. They started here, but they now are all over the North State. He tells me, and and he's also hiring, uh, plumbing doctors hiring, thrifty rooters hiring. Dave Greenitz is probably hiring if you could, if you're a really good uh, remodeler, but Elite Universal Security is certainly hiring. And uh, they said, we will, t- ever all these people say, just give us your character. Give it, uh, give me a good character person, a person of integrity, person will show up. They're not going to be loaded. They're going to be kind to people. They're going to be uh, a, a good, loving person out on the job. And we will train them how to do the job. No problem. We will train them. So Elite Universal Security at 530-749-0280. Uh, you can look up their website, api-academy.com. That's where they do all their, a lot of their schooling is listed there. And they do some online classes as well. And, or eliteuniversalsecurity.com and tells about their whole business. And they actually list on one of those sites, I think it's Elite Universal Security. They just list places around Northern California. They need work. So if you're from another, maybe you're hearing this, but you're not from here. 
doesn't matter where you're from. Just go talk to them and say, hey, I live over in like Butte County or Shasta County or Glenn County. You got anything? You got any action over? There? You want anybody? You want to start some work over there? I'll work over there. So get yourself a job and make some money. And uh, so I want to thank all those folks for helping, and all these people that are doing great work. And a couple of them, I just give them a pitch because I want them to do good because they're they're going to have great businesses. And um, here's another site. Uh, Here's a couple other sites you might look into, chemicalviolence.com, chemicalviolence.com, and uh, Children's Defense Fund, Children's Defense Fund, I think that's .org, so check that out as well, and I'm going to go back down here where I was talking a a minute ago, and um, see if I can find where I was. Okay, so we're talking about mass destruction. And now that the leaders behind this whole COVID thing, which includes Fauci, Gates, Burks, all these people, plus Klaus Schwab in Germany, other players around the world, uh, the uh, Rothschilds, all these kind of people, the uber rich, they say. Uh, So he says... uh, It's, he says, almost as if the anti-human globalists know for certain there's something approaching a super volcano event, an asteroid that's going to hit the planet, an alien invasion, or some other world. Somebody, they know something's going to happen. I think it's a return of Jesus. How about that? I think there is something going to happen. I, I, I'm not, this isn't a conspiracy theory. It's plainly written in the Bible. He says, we can therefore take an informed guess that since the vaccine death agenda is being aggressively, desperately accelerated right now, in fact, they want to come to your door so bad. In fact, I got a no trespassing sign in my window. You can get one, too, at Glad Tidings. You can put it in your yard or your window. It will it will stand up to the rain all winter, no problem, for $5. What a buy. It lists the codes that they're going to violate, and you can have them arrested unless they have a warrant for your arrest. That social worker comes with a jab. You just say, back off, baby. I'm going to arrest you right here. The coming winter is likely to be a target window for globalists to release the second half of their binary bioweapon, causing mass casualties amongst the vaccinated. So if you got the shot, get ready. It's coming. It's coming. Via, it's going to be a hyperinflammation reaction. They call that a cytokine storm. That's not slang. That's actually a science word. I learned this last year from Judy Mikovits. Cytokine storm. That's who said it first when I heard it. It's, the vaccinated are going to have a hyperinflammation reaction to the newly released pathogen or particle. This could theoretically kill off billions of humans by the time the mid-2022 arise, just around the corner. They're saying three months to two years. And they're also saying that 5G is going to jack it up as well. And some of you think, oh, you're being conspiracy theorists. It's going to make my phone work, and I can get Netflix faster. Fact is, you're probably not going to be here to enjoy it. Just why don't you write out a will now? And give away all your 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 goodies, your phones, your all your gimmicks, your tablets, all your stuff, and just give it to people. 
put little stickers on it. So it says, uh, they've got all the, the governments of the world, he said, have become mur- murderous regimes. That's, man, what exactly would your be your description of a murder, murderous regime? In 1976, 25 people died of, the, of the, the vaccine and they shut down the entire program and dumped 250 million doses in the drain and fired the head of the CDC. We can't even fire a tree. We can't even find fire a traitor like General Milley. Willie Milley. Without a question, the governments of the world are now murderous regimes. Hospitals are murder factories and doctors are serial killers. You better believe it. You think, oh, Lou, you're off the hook. No, you are off the hook. Perhaps that's why. Uh, Randy Pinkerton rages at AmericanThinker.com. Go over to AmericanThinker.com and read what Randy Pinkerton said. He said, I will never trust another doctor. Lots of people are saying that. The medical profession's reputation is in the sewer. The sewer. In the septic tank. The medical profession sucks. You kidding me? You think they're about your health? We got people running around sick and they tell them to go home. My neighbor, my precious neighbor, who's already got issues because his brain, something happened to his brain or whatever. He's a nice guy, but he's slow. And they told him he had, he he said, Lou, I got COVID. I said, what do you mean you got COVID? He said, I went to hospital. I had a fever. Adventist hospital said, oh, you have COVID. I said, well, what'd they do? This is right at the beginning of COVID. I said, did they give you some medication? You know, what did they tell you to do? I mean, I was interested. I thought, oh, what is this? What, what's going on? He said, Lou, they didn't give me anything. I said, they didn't give you anything? And you're sick? He said, yeah, I don't feel so good. He, I said, well, then what did they tell you? He said, go into my room and stay there. I said, right then, I thought, there is something bad wrong with our medical community. These people are complicit with the equivalent of the Nazis people. You think, how can all these German people just let thousands, hundreds of thousands? I knew a lot of Jews. I went to school with those Jewish kids, and now they're all gone. Mrs. So-and-so used to invite me over and let me have lunch with Johnny, and now they're all gone. Where'd they go? Oh, don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Ah, they just moved them over. They're going to bring them back, honey. They're going to bring them back, honey. We're doing the same thing with COVID. said, I have no doubt uh, he isn't alone in that conclusion. I will never trust another doctor. No mainstream doctor or health care worker can be trusted again. And just to prove the point, Project Veritas, which just exposed Gabriel Guype down here at Natomas for being a communist in the classroom, they just released new whistleblower videos showing how nursing homes are using chemical restraints to trick the elderly into taking COVID shots by lying to them, claiming they're flu jabs. Face the reality, Adams said. You are now living in a world where doctors are murderers. Hospital administrators are caught in Zoom videos openly admitting they're fudging the COVID numbers to terrorize the public. 
Governments are scheming up ways to maximize the deaths of their own people. Science journals, in quotes, are scheming against the pillars of science and media propagandists function as full-blown psychological terrorists reveling in the, their power to spread fear as a means of political control. You ask, you answer this. I could give you a list of a dozen or more top scientists. I'm talking about solving the AIDS epidemic, solving cancer problems that are no longer can be found on YouTube. They're banned. They no longer are spoken fondly of on Google. They are denigrated. Call them crackpots and stuff. It's a smear campaign on the world wide web. Why would they do that? They're trying to be whistleblowers saying you're going to guys like David Martin, who, who is a brilliant doctor and a, and a financial consultant lost millions and millions and millions of dollars of investors and clients because he stood up against COVID people. I, I watched people speak at Clay Clark's, conference a dot-com executive that was run out of his dot-com business and he had to hire security guards for his wife and two kids because people are threatening his life because he blew the whistle on covid because he's a bright guy and he said i am not going to hide my head in the sand and let people kill themselves The oblivious, this this is a good term, oblivious. The oblivious masses won't remain oblivious for much longer, he says. Wait and see. The mass awakening is right around the corner, and when it gains traction, God help those in government, and I can't wait. I can't wait for this day if it happens while I'm alive. God help those in government, science, and medicine who tried to exterminate humanity The Soros family, Dr. Lou and everybody like her, all these health officers up and down the state of California. God help those in government, science and medicine who tried to exterminate humanity through the cosmic scale deception. They may kill a billion people. They want to kill more than half the population of the world. No problem. They want to get rid of them, people. They think they're a problem. They are not a problem. God loves people. And there will always be ingenuity to figure out how to come up with better uses of water, how to water our plants more efficiently, clean water, oil, all that stuff. We got this. But the devil wants to tell you that it's going to be dead, just like Ocasio-Cortez says in 12 years, it's going to be over. She's just a spokesperson for the devil, man. They may kill a billion people or even more, but unless they manage to kill us all, humanity's coming for them, and it won't be pretty. I'm telling you, I hope I get to be a part of it. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. I've got more. Well, anyway, I, let me go on down here. We just got a couple minutes left. I don't know whether there's anything is short to blast in here. Oh, there's a whole... If you want to look up a great article, just look this up. How politicians make millions off our corrupt political system. I wanted to talk a lot about this. By Joseph, Dr. Joseph Mercola. He's a sharp guy on COVID as well. Mercola, M-E-R, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, like Coca-Cola. 
But Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Dr. Joseph Mercola, very bright guy. He's got a great website. How politicians make millions off our corrupt political system. I'm telling you what they tell about Nancy Pelosi and some of these people. That gal needs to be hung. I'm just I'm just telling you, these people are criminals. They communists, communist dictators did not have it. They are not more evil than the people we're dealing with in our own country. You think, oh, America's different. No, it isn't different at all. It's it's bad. Bad news. So uh, Dr. Joseph Mercola, how politicians make millions off our corrupt political system. They are ripping us a big one, folks. They are ripping us off. Let me see if there's anything else I just want to throw in at the last minute here. Uh, Okay, what's this? Okay, I'm going to skip that. It says former tech CEO, former tech CEO. You got it? Bombshell Facebook report proves policies and procedures just a ruse, right? That's a deception, a ruse to dupe the public. In other words, they, you know how when you've, I have some of my friends, they said, oh, I just went to Facebook jail. Oh, I just got out of Facebook jail. Oh, they, they censored this, they censored that. Do you know that the same rules don't apply to everybody? So if you're a, a movie star, if you're famous, if you're a big shot, you don't get, you don't get uh, censored like that. This is just, is just like communism, people. The communist leaders, not everybody in the country is communist. Just a small, very tiny portion of communist China is communist. Communist Party leaders. It's like Congress. Same with Vietnam. Those people don't play by the same rules that the average Vietnamese or Chinese do. That's just the way it is. It's just communism, people. We got it. You just, you just under, you're under a deception. We're done for today, and thank you for listening, and we will be back, Lord willing, next week. So I uh, hope you have a good week, and do some of the things I suggested you do. And if you don't, I still love you. It's okay. Catch you later. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, thrive, and survive, there's still some things that make us all the same. You, me, them. Sugar to